Uh, God. I feel sorry for anybody who listens to God, our God, me too. Show. Why, why are they doing this to themselves? I know, I know why we're doing it to all of us, Okay. Uh, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Should That's we go? Yeah. yeah, let's go. Welcome back to the Every FNFF Podcast. I'm your oldest Grand Galan, Curtis Ware. I am your Grand Galan Junior, Carl Germ. And I'm your sweet baby Grand Galan Junior, Junior, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, guys? We hope that joke went over well, because it took like 13 hours to, to finally <laughs> That's like, like it third or fourth it. try. Yeah. We spent all week. Guys, before we begin, I want to talk about the remake. Oh, yeah? Of Final Fantasy VII. The, oh, Final Fantasy VIII Remaster? The Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, okay. I'll oh. talk about it. I'll talk about that. Sure. I want to talk about. Um, They're making a remake. <laughs> I want to. T- <laughs> I want to talk about how they've messed up one of the characters. Go ahead. One of the character models. That's right. Oh, that's right. I can't believe they've done this. Don't they, you? Don't you? They even do it. They revised one of the characters, and I and I hate it. I hate it, guys. Let me tell you why. You know why? What's that? Because they want. They won't show us something that we got to see in the old ones. And that's right. I'm talking about orbs, baby. I'm talking about those big, beautiful, big eyes that Barrett has. They put glasses on him, and that's fucked oh, up. Oh, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. That's rude. He has, he has big, beautiful eyes, and I hate that they got rid of him. We, we, maybe it's because he has Mako eyes, <laughs> and that's going to be a big deal. But did he have glasses in the movie? Oh shit! Yeah, hang on. Let me well, check. it's later. Is yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, canonically, he doesn't have glasses. He got the he got the uh, the silver glasses early. <laughs> yeah, for they, being, they put them on for being decent at the uh, the parade. <laughs> right, I mean, right. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, um, I got a quick little note here about last week mm, when we were a talking quick about nougat. Um, so last week we were talking about the uh, the TV rating, and yeah. you guys said that I was wrong, and I'm here to tell you, I'm never wrong. TV rating. Yeah, the uh, the TV rating for the parade. Oh yes. Um, so I looked it up. We both looked it up. Yeah, uh, but when I looked it up again, I have a chart right here. I can show right. you my laptop. If you have fifty percent or okay, higher, hold on. I'm going away from the microphone. <laughs> you can. You don't have to. I believe. Oh. <laughs> no, we're doing it. I need to prove. I need to show my work. Um, so if you look at this chart here, no. It, apparently, if you get fifty percent or higher, it's uh, like five thousand gil. If you get forty percent, you get six ethers instead of six potions. Does it? Um, they don't have it in the script. I was going to say because I script. checked the script as well. Right. I, I think from from like going into the depths of gamefacts.com. Yeah. Um, like like twenty percent and above gives you the same script or or whatever as long as you don't get the bottom one yeah you get the same text i think so is that okay uh, maybe but i think it's also just very difficult to get um that high of a score because it depends on your starting point which is always random uh okay. so like people like and it's funny because i actually while i was researching this i found a game facts argument happening really which is like my favorite thing to find in old forum <laughs> posts so let me see um so someone got quote tweeted or quote tweeted jesus christ uh quote posted six years ago <laughs> And it says, uh, for those sec- uh, for those two mini games, I lost on purpose to be sure to get the free HP plus material. 
uh, whatever they're talking about their strategy and the person called him out and said you didn't lose on purpose you lost because you couldn't do it if you could have you would have what <laughs> <laughs> like imagine just like looking into like game facts and being like oh i'm so pissed this guy's acting like he lost on purpose the, like, uh, <laughs> you cheated the game yeah, <laughs> not, you only cheated the game. not only the game but yourself yeah so that's oh my god that's always good. Well, I uh, graciously mm. accept my defeat, and I'm sorry. Sure. I also wanted we, to talk... We, I'm sorry that we gaslighted you into believing. <laughs> no, that's totally <laughs> fine. I could still be wrong. At someone, <laughs> it comes out that like... Someone the, on the GameFAQs uh, page yeah. for every FNFF is going to call me, and then in six years, I'm going to see it and be like, shit. <laughs> Carl is the new Grand Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, the Grand Glenn. The grandest Grand Glenn. Grand Glenn. Outer Glenn. Uh, the, another thing I wanted to point out, I did actually make an error last week. Uh, mm. Upon review, um, I said that the Ankh symbol was the coolest of symbols, and I greatly apologize <laughs> for that because clearly the coolest of symbol is that cool S that we all know how to draw. Oh, that's true. And then Hell second, yeah. the second coolest <laughs> is the Anarchy A. <laughs> if you put those together, you can spell ass and be the coolest <laughs> motherfucker on the playground. See if there's a mod for um, Steam. I also made a mistake uh, two episodes ago where I thought Bone Thugs and Harmony were two people. I've always thought it was Bone Thug and Harmony. (laughs) (laughs) But I've learned that that is not the case. So I'm sorry for my error. Yeah. It's okay. We can move past it. I'm sure our faithful listeners will forgive you. (laughs) I hope. It's big of you to admit that. It's wedge of you to to give me that. (laughs) Fuck. Cool. So, uh, where did what we did, leave off? So, yeah. So yeah. last week we left off um, in the cargo ship. Uh, I think where we left it on the on the podcast was Cloud walking away from that fight with yep. Genova. He yep. turns around and says, uh, "Does the promised land really exist?" That's right. And then the ship it zooms out onto mm-hmm. the world map again. We're on the ship and it's pulling in. It it actually hilariously like turns around and then, <laughs> and backs in. <laughs> and backs in. It's like the ship <laughs> the ship treats it like like a parking lot where it gets all the way up to it. Does a and then turn. does a little turn yeah, and backs into the port. Yeah, which I don't know if that's how ships actually work. I don't know, but like the the way the the speed is and the way like the animation is, it's very car like. Yeah, it's very it, funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and now we uh, we cut to uh, Costa del Sol. That's right, the, and I, in the uh, harbor. And uh, the very first thing that we get is a uh, all the party members kind of come out of the boat. Right, and they all—they're all kind of talking to each other. Bear is commenting how hot it is. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's so hot. I'm like, he says, like, I sure feel better now that I can say goodbye to that sailor suit. And like, yeah. okay, I guess it's not, yeah, not immediately. But then he says, you know, he tells everybody to make sure to mingle in like real folk and everything. Uh-huh. And then I love it. Uh, fucking Eris is like, oh man, I really liked Barrett in that sailor suit. And like, <laughs> yeah, he's he looks so he, cute. He, she says he looks so cute, and he's Which like, he did. He goes, what do you mean, cute? And then Tiva's like, oh, is it Tiva that says this? Yeah, Tiva. Yeah. She goes, why don't you use that sailor suit for pajamas? Yeah. <laughs> and then they ask Cloud. I love it. They're yeah. like, don't you think that he's cute in those? Yeah, <laughs> and like, you and you can respond to this, and you can say either I guess or, like, keep your mind on Sephiroth. And frankly, if you say keep your mind on Sephiroth, you're a cop. Yeah, you're a fucking cop. Yeah. <laughs> and you have no joy in the world. Yeah. You only want to cause pain to others. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, right. so yeah right. we all want to know what Sephiroth looks like in the sailor suit. Oh, uh, that's true. <laughs> Keep your mind on Sephiroth in the sailor suit. Hell yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if you say, I guess, I love it because Cloud goes, ah, you look like a bear wearing a marshmallow. Yep. I love it. So good. Ah, it's so good. And he like, <laughs> Bear gets all mad about it. And he's like, hey, I'll have you know that it just happens to be the most comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> which big simpsons energy again which is like the the very tall man driving the very tiny car this is this is the biggest sailor uniform i could afford he he pulls down cloud's pants and makes him walk says, wave to the people blow them kisses it's that boy who laughs at everyone yeah. 
Uh, I like that. Um, I like the back and forth. Not back and forth, but like. I would pass over it where Red just goes, oh, can we hurry up? The heat's drying out my nose. Yeah. I'd pass over it except for the fact that Yuffie follows it up with, yeah, mine too. <laughs> <laughs> Yuffie is so great. And like, I love it. I love that uh, in the, there's not really like too much to do in this town. Like, There's a lot of stuff that happens in some story elements, but yeah. it's, it's more or less just like an area before like the next big part. Yeah. But I love how much like characterization happens throughout the town just with oh, yeah, every yeah, individual yeah. person. Well, it's cool because like here in a second, everybody's like kind of splits up yeah, and we kind of get to see what they're all, all about. Mingling, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one thing that's really cool that I notice is as everyone's like exiting the ship, Yuffie actually is like on the deck and just fucking jumps. jumps down. Yeah, every, everybody walks out of the uh, the the dock or the, the hold except for Yuffie. Yeah, and she yeah. just jumps and it's, it's kick ass. So I love good. Yuffie so much. And then uh, Tifa and Aris comment that they're going to go swimming. And then immediately, like, turn to Cloud, and they're like, oh, what are you thinking about? You know, I, I guess they're trying to be like, oh, are you thinking about us cute girls going swimming or whatever? And I like the Cloud's just like, what does he say? He goes, uh, I don't have it. I guess he just doesn't say anything? Um, yeah, someone, I think Cloud says, like, um, we'll take a break and then head off. And then Barrett uh, and says, don't wander off too far. And Barrett says, I'll wander wherever I damn well want. Nah. Who made him the leader? And it's like, well, everyone kind of chose him yeah, as the leader. You were that, there yeah. for that and you were really upset about it. <laughs> so good. Oh, Eris asks, maybe I should get a tan for a change. Which do you like, Cloud? And you asked. What? I didn't get that. Oh, wait. Yeah, I think this might be maybe a version difference. Oh, maybe. it could be. Yeah. <laughs> Yuffie says, what, don't what is... bother looking for me and runs off. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, she asked, which do you like, Cloud? And he says, um, I like fair complexions, or maybe a healthy tan is nice. Weird. Wait, yeah, I guess that maybe like is the original PS1 yeah. version. Which is like... Then Tifa says, I think I'll go swimming. Ooh. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't get that at yeah, all. Yeah, me neither. That's very, very interesting. Maybe they just don't want to objectify her as much in the remake. Or maybe the so. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I haven't played this game at all. <laughs> like, at all. Since the beginning of this. I don't even know what a Final Fantasy is. I've never played a video game of my entire goddamn life. <laughs> That's, that's, that's what makes you the true god gamer. <laughs> fraud gamer. Fraud, fraud I am the gamer. ultimate gamer, for I have never gamed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, so we get uh, we get free reign to run around a little bit here. Yeah. Um, we're, in, we're in the harbor area. There's like a uh, there's a helipad in the distance. We're just like right by the docks, and there's also like a little pl- red plane, like uh, one of those like uh, weird a Cessna. Is that what they call it? Maybe an Adam Sessler. I think is what it's called. I don't get it. Okay, never mind. Yeah, it's, it's one of those. Uh, yeah, a plane with like you would know if water you were a gamer. skids in the bottom. Um, I like the soldier, the 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 seaman that you talk to right outside of the boat or whatever, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, hey, you guys were stowaways, weren't you? <laughs> well, that's all right. I'm used to them. And before I worked here, I was one of the best. Yeah, <laughs> I like, want to. I want to see that guy's story. I think. He, yeah, I think he might be the guy who like sells you the drink or whatever. Oh, he could be. Because I mean, because he was real. A chill lot of people died it. on that on that ship, like except for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he there, was like fine. There are a couple other people here. Um, There's a uh, two residents, I suppose, or maybe vacationers or whatever, of yeah. uh, Costa del Sol, which is where we are now. We're in Costa del Sol. That's the name of the town. Yeah. Um, and they're on the plane, just hanging out, right? Yeah. The, <laughs> one of them is just uh, uh, a girl who's just laying like. <laughs> on the like wing of the plane. Provocatively on the wing of yeah. the plane. And then there's just like a muscly like guy wearing a speedo like jumping around yeah. on like the, the like legs of the plane that like keep like fl- that yeah. float. And, the, and they're just like, <laughs> they like see kind of what you all are doing and they're like, look, it's got nothing to do with us. Don't bother us with this crap or yep. whatever. I love it, dude. They're, they're dedicated to chilling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. All right. Where do you want to go next? You're talking uh, about the, uh, the guys on the helipad? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So there's there's one sailor who's talking about President Rufus, who's just pissed at him. <laughs> yep. Because he's like, oh, I'm the same age as the president, but look at me, I'm a fucking shitty sailor, and he's the president. Yeah. But my favorite one is that um, <clears throat> there is a uh, there's a lighthouse in the background, and the Shinra manager that we've seen so many times before now in Midgar and in Junon, he's up on the top, and the sailor at the bottom's like, oh, he won't come down. I keep telling him to, but he <laughs> he's stuck up there, and he's just like screaming about the president the whole time. Mm-hmm. I love it. That dude. He. <laughs> He's also going to have another hilarious scene coming up here in a second yep. that I didn't notice for the longest time. Yeah, hell yeah. But I think that's about all we have to do here, right? Yeah, so then we go to like the next screen and it shifts to uh, like a different song. It's like that Shinra song again. Yeah. And then a the, that helicopter that we keep seeing yeah. is, is so this flying is, in. So this is the same screen that we were just on. Yeah. The dock. It's just that we've left. Like mm-hmm. our party members are gone now. And like right behind us comes uh, this helicopter, right? Yep. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, the um, two of the sailors and the manager go to the helipad, right, to, yeah. to greet it. Yeah, and they're, and, like, waving it in and stuff. Yeah, and this is, like, the I, I did not notice this for the longest time until I watched a speedrun of it yeah, one time yeah, and they yeah. pointed it out. But as the helicopter gets closer to the ground, the wind of the propellers starts blowing everybody and everybody, like, takes a knee. Yeah, they they're, like, they bracing, themselves. And bracing themselves. And the fucking Shinra manager gets blown out into the ocean <laughs> by the fucking force of the propellers. It's yeah, so good. It's very silly and very good. Oh, man. So, um, then uh, out from the uh, the ship are Heidegger and uh, Rufus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were on the ship, not the helicopter. The helicopter yeah, came to the, pick Rufus up. Th- yeah, the helicopter's yeah. there to transport them to their next location. Uh, That's they, right. They get off of the boat, and um, and uh, I think Heidegger says, geez, what a long boat ride. Yeah. Uh, Rufus says he heard that Sephiroth was on board, uh, and that Cloud and the others were on board as well. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 like, like the Heidegger. entire time, Heidegger's like, yeah... Yeah, he's just like really. Yeah, yeah he's sweating. And it's it's like <laughs> one of those moments where it's like, oh, so Sephiroth was on board, huh? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, and I heard Cloud and his friends were on board. And he's like, and he's dot, like dot dot dot. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and he says, oh, they all slipped through. You messed up big. You messed up big this time, High Digger. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he messed oh. up wedge this time. <laughs> <laughs> he's like. Well, he, he says he's ashamed, ashamed of himself yeah. and then uh rufus like oh, just, just gives it to him instantly owns him by being like is that all you can do like <laughs> give one word answers and apologize for everything yeah and then he leaves him with do something i'm expecting results yeah which is oh, you can feel the pressure so and, good and he obviously can too because he just like reacts the way he has been yeah as soon as rufus walks away heidegger does the thing where he runs at all the soldiers he and starts <laughs> i think he throws, he two, throws of the two of them into the water yeah it's <laughs> very so good, good. Um, oh, man. So I was wondering, um, why was Rufus and Heidegger riding on a cargo ship after Rufus just got elected president, pretty much? I'm as, well. So I'm uh, assuming that because while they were in Junon, he's asking Heidegger about like, oh, is the is the airship ready? Is the plane ready? Like none of these things are ready. All right, fine, we'll take the cargo ship. Yeah, oh, so they, what I was right, they're, right. They're, yeah, they're, I the think the ship is right. Gotcha. There was like uh, word that Sephiroth might be on the other continent, so they were like, oh, we got to follow him. We got to get to him. And the only way, like, they were like, oh, the high wind's not going to be ready for three days. Or the airship yeah. or, um, isn't going to be ready for three days. And I, uh, I also looked up something about that as well. We do eventually uh, visit a crashed plane called the Gelnica. Yep. And uh, But the Gelnica is just the name of the model of plane. So, oh, okay. So it might not so even the be one, the same one. Yeah, so the one that was on the... Uh, the not helipad the airport landing or whatever yeah may not be the same one that we visit later it might be but it might not be i think we get the name of the weird uh yeah you said the the cessna right uh the 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 little plane that's in the harbor here 
I don't think it's this one. I think it's somebody else's plane. Yeah. Later. Right. No, I, I was... And I'm not talking about the Galnica either. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. We can cut that out. you. <laughs> 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 um, so, one thing you can do after... This, so, that's the end of that scene. Rufus gets on the helicopter and yeah. Heidegger freaks out. And now you're in the town proper. So, you can walk back and talk to the Shinra manager. He's climbed back <laughs> onto yep. the dock. And he's just like... I'm going to quit this company. I think an idiot. And yeah. Then, he like runs to the other side and is like screaming into yeah. the ocean. And after he's done screaming, he just goes, oh, that sure felt good. Yeah. yeah. Which we can all relate. To. Yeah, absolutely. We've all had days like that. Yeah. So we do. Yeah. We walk into the uh, town proper of Costa del Sol. Wait, did you talk to the people on the plane again? No. Because I think everyone gives you uh, a little bit of different dialogue. No, I didn't. And the one, the one guy has like real big, like Jersey guy energy. Jersey guy energy. Yeah. Let me, let me pull it up real quick. Okay. Um, <laughs> Hey, spread out, all of you out. Putting fingerprints, scratches, or dents on that plane, I'll put one in your head. The plane, the plane, that's... The plane, the plane! That's something you'll never be able to do in your lifetime, so you watch from a distance and wish. Yeah, and when, and when he said, like, that's um, the, the thing that you'll never be able to do in your lifetime, have you guys ever seen the video of, like, the Xbox Live message that the kid playing GTA got? No. Where he's like... um. He's like, yeah, you're just mad because I can do something with my guitar hands that you could never do in your fucking life, kid. And then he starts playing him at like a Metallica riff. Oh, or I have seen that. I, yeah, and it's like not. Yeah, it's what. It's like yeah, it's so good. I just got that like vibe from that guy. That's when he's incredible. like, do plane. He's like, I'll put one in your head. Yeah. When I read that, for some reason, I thought he was saying like a bullet, but I think he's actually saying like, oh, I'll put a dent in your head. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think there's too much else other than okay. just like incidental dialogue and the stuff. The lady I, on the plane was like, he's quite handsome, isn't he? Oh, don't worry. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about President <laughs> Rufus. <Yep>. <laughs> Charming rich blonde even looks good in a double-breasted suit. Yep. Even looks good in a suit. Yep. Hmm. And the sailor's like, damn, I'm soaking wet down in my underwear. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Gross. Because the Rufus went by, that's why. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oops, you must be those avalanche guys. Anyways. Oh, yeah, someone, like, knows that... I think it's the same guy who called you a stowaway. He, like, knows that you're Avalanche. Oh, really? That's awesome. I love that he's just, like, super chill with yeah, everything. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that's like, fine. That's I think, cool. Yeah, there's, like, a moment when he's talking, to where I was, like, expecting Barrett to be like, oh, hey, you want to join up on yeah. <laughs> join up in Avalanche? <laughs> oh, and then there's the guy running around who says, Rufus complimented me on my job. Wow, I guess it pays to do good work. Yeah, no, yeah. it doesn't. <laughs> 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 Fucking bootlegger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so we get into the uh, the town proper, Costa del Sol, right? Mm -hmm. It's like a little beach town. It kind of has like a like a Spanish vibe to it. Yeah, I would say. And when I say Spanish, I mean like Spain. Yeah, yeah. And it's got like the uh, the the uh, what t what would you call this song that's playing? It's a uh, like a like a bossa nova. A bossa nova. That's yeah. the word I was looking for. Yeah. yeah. So it's um, yeah. So the first um, building that you can walk into is the I think it's called like the. I think it's called the the villa. The villa is the one on the top floor, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you kind of come from the dock over like this little tiny bridge. It's yeah. not like a big bridge or anything like that. And, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a like a little walkway over. kind of. Yeah, and the first door you can go in is this uh, this villa, and if you talk to the guy who's laying in the bed, there's a dude just laying on the bed. Yeah, he's yeah. wearing like a suit and he's got like a, a fashionable scarf and yeah. like fedora. On yeah, and shit. yeah. And he's laying there, and um, he he has some uh, some dialogue that he's just like, oh, this is a fluffy bed. Like, oh, give me five <laughs> more minutes. And then after you talk to him enough times, he he, uh, he actually says like he's selling the yep. place and that it used to belong to President Shinra, yep. but it recently came back on the market. Yep, yep. I wonder why. And uh, and you can you can uh, I don't know you can't do it now can you but you can buy it if, eventually yeah I think you can I think it gives you the prompt to oh really but there's Maybe. just no way to have that much money right yeah, now yeah so, I uh, cheated so I bought it right off the bat uh, oh hell yeah <laughs> so uh 
Before I, yeah, so there's nothing to do in so there. So you can turn this into <laughs> Clouds v- Villa, right? Oh, is that what they call it? Uh, yeah, I don't think yeah. I've ever actually done this. I mean, either. Me I don't either. even know if I knew that you could do this until yeah. like you recently. can put the uh, the one thirty fifth size soldiers in this house. In the house oh. yeah. That's one thing you can do. Uh, but what I do like about it is that in the basement, there's a couple items you can get, like a fire ring. Um, a lot of the sources, I think, as well. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. Or just the power T- Tifa's motor drive is yeah. down there, which is a weapon for her. Mm-hmm. And there's it's, like, it's her double AP yeah. weapon. And there's just a guy sleeping <laughs> on a desk down there. Yep. And like when you take an item, he like wakes up and he's like, Oh, sir, I, w- I wasn't sleeping. Oh, <laughs> he turns around and he goes, Oh, those items are free. Help yourself. Yeah. But what I love about it is once you buy the house... He's still down there. He just oh lives God. down there. So like, it's kind of dark. Yeah, I know. But maybe he's like, well, yeah, maybe he's a butler or something. So yeah, I, don't th- I, I, I don't thought maybe he works for whoever owns the yeah, could house be. Or something. Um, he's the he's the property manager, I guess. Maybe yeah, yeah. groundskeeper. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, if you didn't cheat like Alex, uh, you can't mm-hmm. really buy it now unless you did a lot of grinding because it cost uh three hundred thousand gil. Yeah, it's expensive. And um, so I did a bit of quick math, and that means that uh, the president, like President Shinra's villa in this like vacation town, is like one, like almost like one fifth the cost of a mastered all materia. Because <laughs> like a mastered all, I think you get one point four million. It's nuts how it's, much like, you insane get. Insane how much you get. So yeah. like, you and can, you find a lot of them through the course of the game. Yeah. yeah. And and I don't think we've talked about it yet because we haven't really hit it. But when you master a material, I, it splits into a new yeah. one that starts at level one. I actually wanted to talk about that later. Um, actually, you know what? Let's just go ahead and talk about it now. Yeah. We just got we just got another weapon that gives you double AP growth. Right. So now's a good time. So something I was going to bring up is that right when I left Colstadel, Sol, this happened to me, but. I got the first um, level up on a materia that I've gotten in the game thus far, and I got fire to level up. Hell yeah. And I got fire two, right? Oh, yeah. So the thing that we haven't really discussed is that, like, as you get that AP, and maybe we did discuss it, I'm not sure, but we'll go over it real quick. Um, as you get AP, your materia levels up, and one of the things that happens is you learn additional spells, mm-hmm. and this is the last game in the Final Fantasy series that the spells are just called the name and then a number, oh, right? Yeah. So you have fire one fire two and fire three right oh, yeah. and so i got fire two now so it's just a better version of fire it yeah. just does more damage so they don't do the uh the aura or the yeah they, aga. Do, yeah, they don't do those in this one that that starts in uh eight nice yeah but um but yeah that's that's one of the things you get for leveling up that material and yeah okay. when you get it all the way to master level which is just the highest level it can get to, it splits into another one. You yep. get an additional one. And it makes it way more valuable. I think you can... Oh, like, yeah, yeah, So and, and a thing about all materia, every time you level it up, like it's it always has the same function, but right. if you're in battle and you use all... You use a um, materia that's paired with all, you only get a single use to do it on all of them. And then you can only right. use it single use after that. Yeah. But if you level it up to two, then you get two uses on it, etc. Yeah, right, correct. So. Yep. And I think the same... Does the does that work with summons as well, where you can only summon them once per battle, unless and, you level you it get, up? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm yep. not. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely because sure. some strats later require that you level your summon up to two before you use it. Oh yeah. So you can use the W summon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Anyway. So that was a <laughs> materia minute. <laughs> <laughs> this was your materia minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um. I, I figure uh, we should probably talk about the main street right now because there's a lot going on. There's a lot the of goofy street. stuff we can kind of do there's, here. There's yeah. a couple buildings you can go in, so I think we'll come to those after we do everything just on the main street, if that if that works sure. for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. There's um, that lady at the info kiosk. 
Yeah, yeah Lady of the Invo Kiosk. Oh, it's yeah. also probably important to, to mention that if you go like east right to the left of that kiosk... You go to the world map. You're on map. the world map, which is good because it's worth saving here, I feel like. Yeah. It's been a little while since you've saved. You don't want to have to redo that Genova fight and see all those cutscenes over again. You wouldn't want to have to have your Switch freeze on you and have to... <laughs> oh, right, I forgot. <laughs> go all the way back to Junon and do all that again. <clears throat> Could you imagine if somebody had to do that? Uh, <laughs> that would never yeah, we got a distre- uh, distressing text from Curtis where he's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> I forget how far how far did you get?" I was I was actually past this. I was at a uh, Mount Corel. Yeah, and, and then, then it, it froze, and I was like, "No!" <laughs> I, I don't think I mentioned it, but my game froze on me when we were in the Shinra building, and I like forgot to mention it when we were talking really? about that. But it was like right before I got to the elevator. I think right before like Rude um, yeah. like arrests all you guys yeah. or whatever. And like I was on like three times speed, and like my game sort of glitched out a little bit. So like everything was still moving, the music was still playing, yeah. but I couldn't do like I yeah, couldn't same. move my character same. at all, and I was just like shit like luckily i just saved like the screen before you know what's interesting is it's happened to me twice now oh man uh not during this playthrough it happened once when i played through the whole game uh both times were on three times speed so i wonder if it's something to do with them it makes sense i mean and and maybe that's why they cut it off at certain places maybe so yeah maybe so yeah so anyway and and like to be fair like the switch port is a very good port i'm not trying to like write on the switch port like that's i've played this game now for 70 hours on the switch and like it's happened twice so like yeah it's, and, not, it's not too bad and there's it, it's not really like this this game is pretty generous with save points right at right. least at the uh, no i absolutely should have saved somewhere in between costa del sol and until Carrell. next episode hell yeah yeah it's <laughs> a fucking scam yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> all right all right, all right. <clears throat> so yeah so there's a there's a girl at the counter and i think she just kind of acts as like an npc where you can yeah. get a little bit of uh information out of she she tells you about the gold saucer and says yeah. if you're rich you should go there because yeah she asks you if you're rich and you can say like yes i am or like no like i forget the two options but if you say yes i am she's like oh really you don't look like it yeah that's so good and if, i think if you say no she's like uh yeah that's what i figured yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah she does tell you about it and says it's a casino and amusement park and who knows we may see that later yeah she recommends butch's shop if you need anything yeah <laughs> right right um so that's all yeah so we kind of move on through main street um i like that there's a the two girls walking the main street or whatever and yeah. they're like oh, there's only average joes trying to pick us up over here <laughs> like yeah. and they're, they're trying to like go talk to dudes yeah that's they fun. have like a whole like conversation and like you have to get it in chunks because they kind of walk and then like you can't just talk yeah. to them right as the, like you have to wait until they stop walking and then yeah. they continue walking and then you talk to them and you get a little more and a little more yeah and they're basically just like trying to find guys and they're like oh there's no real guys around here yeah now. right and then um i think one of them's like yeah well we could just lower our standards and the other yeah. one's like no we do not compromise yeah I know. yeah it's, it's really so good. good um so red's out there uh-huh. yeah he, he I love found it. his cool place to yeah to rest he found like a little uh, a little uh shadow that's kind of um from one of the overhangs of the buildings yeah he's like next to a curb of one of the buildings. yeah and, and his tail is wagging back and forth and these little kids are kicking like a soccer ball over to him and then like the involuntary motion of his tail kicks the soccer ball over to the other kid and then they kick it back yeah and he's like i'm not meaning to do this yeah, by like, the way <laughs> like if you look at him he looks like he's just playing he's, he's playing with, with those kids, kids. and yeah. then he's like i'm not doing this yeah, uh, on like, purpose like yeah you see this tail of mine moves quite independently of my will yeah <laughs> i like how like like properly he's always talking yeah and i like the kids are just like oh my god that dog talked yeah yeah, yeah. they're like it's cool but kind of weird yeah 
Oh, and you know you can uh, you Cloud can kick the soccer ball. Yeah, did you do that, Curtis? I did not. Oh yeah, it's, if you, it's hilarious. You can just punt it right at right. Yeah, red. you just fucking beam him, and then he like has like a bark and like he like gets up and bar- does a bark <laughs> animation. It's like <laughs> like it's this weird oh, noise. And then like when you talk to him, all he says to you is "grr." Yeah. <laughs> so you can just punt red with a soccer ball. Yeah. So mean. Yeah. So um. Uh, so I had Yuffie in my party, but I've played this before without Yuffie in my party at this mm-hmm. point, and I like that she's working the store like. Yeah. Yeah, little kiosk next to it it's so good you just walk in and she's like instantly there there's um the same sort of like uh shopkeeper model from uh junon the palmer we, looking we, one we thought it was uh palmer. yeah and, butch. yeah and it's butch, butch. Yeah. and he says uh well we're lucky to have that cutie working for us part-time yeah and then if you go to the shop you see like it's like this weird like almost like a volkswagen like bus sort of thing looking yeah like, yeah it's like a food truck or something yeah like it kind of reminds me of a food truck a lemonade yeah. stand in front of it and yuffie's just behind the counter like running back and mm-hmm. forth and you talk to her and she says she says ah cloud let me make a quick buck why don't you <laughs> right <laughs> i'm selling materia why don't you buy some so yeah. you can buy materia from her there's nothing i don't think there's any that we don't already have so i didn't mm-hmm. i didn't buy any also i was yeah. like no i'm not gonna buy materia from my own right member. right so i think that's all it's like happening on the outside of main street right yeah she's yeah yeah i mean yeah, there's so a let's... guy here who kind of gives you a good tip of uh he, he's trying to sell soft really hard oh that's right yeah he's no right. pun intended there but he's like he's like yeah. oh yeah how about some soft like as a memento of this wonderful trip made especially in Co- uh, costa del sol yeah as though you know there could be enemies coming up that, yeah uh, it's that thing again petrify. where it's like hmm, maybe you should pay yeah. attention to what they're trying to sell you right uh, so in the middle of the street, there's only like two buildings or three buildings you yeah. can enter here in, um, with the exception of the villa. So there's kind of like a large, there's a large opening right in the center of the street and it kind of seems to be like the focal point of the town mm-hmm. and it's a bar, right? And so we go into this bar yeah, and there's like a whole bunch of people walking around and like, you know, just beach attire, right? It's like a beach bar. There's surfboards everywhere. And yeah. There's, there's two guys in like bathing suits talking to one another. And I like just, the two guys in bathing suits talking to each other are like snowboarding is what's in. Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> yeah. The one guy is like, oh, yeah, I'm sick of surfing. Now we got a snowboard. So they actually give a little bit more foreshadowing and they say we're heading over to Gold Saucer now. Then mm. we're going to uh, we're going to make a ton of money at the Chocobo races. Yeah. And then we're going to take a trip to Icicle Inn and snowboard. Yep, yep. First time we hear about Icicle Inn. I love the very generic decor that just like a neon sign that says beach. Oh, yeah, yeah. And a poster that just says summer. (laughs) Yeah, that (laughs) summer poster, I looked at it, I was like, that's definitely a Windows, like... XP yeah, background right, or something yeah, it looks palm very, tree like a, yeah beach. and then i looked up uh, those backgrounds and i i think i it just looks very similar to that yeah and like there was that thing that we were talking about earlier where it looks yeah like the, the, the bliss the, the bliss one and yeah. i was like did these fuckers really just use those stock images <laughs> for the so game good. that would be awesome um so we we get a uh, a recurring character in here yep and so we see mookie for the second time who is the uh the big dude in um the honeybee inn mm-hmm. which is our second episode yeah and he's got yeah. great dialogue too. i know yeah yeah absolutely he's our saucy yeah. masseuse from earlier yeah. yeah and he he says i really like this town you could walk around here naked, naked and no one, no one would look twice i love it i love it it's so good he's such a hero and an inspiration yeah and you can also talk to the uh the bartender and um he just says he, the bar is called bar del soul yeah <laughs> not very clever but he says welcome to bar del soul here's to tropical nights and then like he lifts his hand and there's a little clink noise yeah so like yeah. he cheers is you mm-hmm. cheers is cheers is yeah, yeah i never know how to say that <laughs> yeah. um there's also a, a shopkeep in the bottom left that sells some armor and oh uh, yeah i like that a lot. yeah and he just goes you have to buy from me or else i can't pay rent yeah I'm like, oh, geez. Well, all right. <laughs> and then there's one of the servers behind the bar who has very weird dialogue. 
that, that I didn't understand? That's one, comma, two, dot, 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 four fishes all together, dot, 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 not bad. Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? How many... Well, she says, hey, I thought you'd drop by. That's one, two, three. Yeah, four. and I think that is in reference to when you're walking by outside, there's like a window of the building that's kind of open and she like runs up and I think she might like blow a kiss or like does a little dance animation or something. I think it is because there's oh, like, okay. maybe, I don't know. It looks just like her. I thought maybe she, when she says fish, I meant she like, she baited you to come in. Maybe. Yeah, that's no, that what I was per- thinking. That makes perfect sense. But I was like, then. there's Cloud, Barrett, and I guess. Yeah, you have a party of three, so I don't know why it would be four yeah. fishes. Yeah. Huh. Maybe it's just assuming you had a party of four. Or no, I don't know. Yeah, you can't I, have a party of yeah, four. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's very weird. Um, but it also makes me think of when Mo is counting the radishes in his thing. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, sorry, Homer, I wasn't paying attention. I was counting these radishes. <laughs> One, two, three radishes. Yeah, three three very large radishes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know what to make of that. Yeah. So that's really all that's in here. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a door to a house right next to the bar. Yep. Uh, we go in here and we get another recurring character. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Our is old back. Friend Johnny. Yeah. So Johnny was um, a citizen of the Sector 7 slums that uh, commented on Cloud and Tifa's friendship at the very, very beginning of the game. Yep. He was also outside the Honeybee Inn. Uh, I think that was the last time that we saw him. Yeah. Is that right? Outside of Honeybee. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, and it, it also uh, it makes sense that people from like that area, like the um, the Wall Market and like Honey Bee Inn and stuff, yeah, you can actually go back to that area like after the plate falls, and mm. it's not affected. So it's like far enough away from the slums, that right, right. It, like so, it makes sense that they all survived, right, right. Aside from those guys who the ghosts that we saw last, yeah, time. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you walk in there, he uh, he's very antagonistic as soon as he yeah. sees you. He just says, what is with you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then after he says, what's with you? He says, hey, is it really you? Yeah. And then he kind of goes into his past, his and your past. Yeah. And he says, uh, we were both in Soldier. And before that, we were childhood friends. You're such a playboy. Yep. Which, okay, well, hold on. Let's go to the next line too. <laughs> and a fucking murderer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But wait, which like. Again, Alex hasn't played the game, so I'm going to be very, like, sly with Carl right here. Okay. Does that make sense? I don't know. I don't know if I that makes know. sense. I don't we'll have to, we'll have we'll to get try there and, when like, we get there. Yeah, when we get there, we'll, we'll try and make sense of it if we yeah. remember. Yeah, but anyway. Um, it's funny that everyone projects this kind of personality on the cloud without him having to, like, do any of the work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, his mom does it all the time. Like, you, well, the girls it, must be crazy for you, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of, that's part of it, right? He just is seems that, like, so indifferent the entire time. Yeah, we've had I this, think like... It, I think it does make sense just because he's, uh, I'm assuming if they were childhood friends, they were from Nibelheim, but... yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, like we we'll, have, we'll I don't think out. we've got any. Like, we have indication that there is, like, obviously Eris and Tifa in the party, right? Yeah. And so, like, and I guess the fact that like Johnny was a, old friends with Tifa, right? Like, makes him be like, "Oh, you're such a playboy" or whatever. Yeah. But aside from that, I feel like we have pretty good indication that Cloud's kind of a nerd. Like, he's kind of just yeah, like, a, like he's he's buff as shit. As multiple people have been yeah. like, "Damn, you look as good." As the drill all. sergeant made very clear, <laughs> right? So, like, obviously, he's like a good looking dude, and he's like kind of like an action hero type. But like, he's very like, uh, yeah, he's like shy. Yeah, right. Like, Cloud's not. <laughs> ultra boisterous yeah thing. exactly you don't really like even when his mom was like oh i bet the girls don't leave you alone he's like oh, i don't I know i guess like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, he's, like, and he's so embarrassed about that stuff right yeah. and like yeah yeah so i mean you can make him be like a total flirty like playboy if you want but i i never really yeah. read his character that way right me neither 
Um, but then Johnny tells us that he's going to turn over a new leaf, which yeah. I assume means like a new leaf from being the type of dude who goes to the honeybee inn or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> but he also said like, oh, I can't remember your name. And you can say, who are you? Or I'm Cloud and don't forget it. And I think if you say oh, I'm Cloud and don't forget it, he says... You think uh, you're good enough to brag about how big you are? Yeah. yeah. He says, yeah, I don't want to hear it. Uh, no more complaining from me. And then he says he's going to turn over a new leaf. Also, like in this um, like small house that he's in, which I think is just called Johnny's house. Yeah. Uh, Johnny's new home. There's someone like, in the bathtub the whole time. Yeah. Like, and there's like a little like drip noise coming from the bath. Um, yeah. You can't see them. Like there's the curtain. You can kind of just see their head and see them like moving yeah, around and stuff. But somebody's in there taking a shower or a bath or and something. And after you, t- mm. like after he says he's turning over a new leaf, uh, that person says, I'm sorry about that. He's had some big shocks and has been depressed lately. Oh, okay. I was wondering who said that. I was like, I'm, where does yeah. that take? That makes sense then. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that it's like whoever sense, was yeah. overhearing you in the in the. Because the next thing Johnny says is, "Go on and beat it." Yeah, and yeah. he says, "Like I'm happy like this, so keep out of my life." Yeah, right. So, so I mean, to be fair, anytime he's like a clouds around, like, around yeah, he's always like, fucking something up. Yeah. Something something shitty happens. Yeah. And like we'll we'll see here in a second too. Like he obviously has a uh, personal grudge against cloud regarding one of our party members. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see that in a little bit. Uh, did you go to the inn? I did. I did. And, uh, what does the, uh, what does the owner of the inn mean when, when he says, does your friend have a cute lady? Oh wait, I don't know if I got that. Who was Uh, so first of all, uh, who was in your party? Uh, Barrett and Yuffie. Okay. Yuffie. Yuffie. Yeah. Um, yeah. In mine, I had, uh, uh, Tifa and Aerith. Okay. So I don't know if Aerith has, an interaction thing that happens in this town, but I think depending on who your party she is, does. there's different things you can do. And maybe if you go outside of it and like change your party with the, the, the interaction with, uh, Aris happens after the beach scene. Okay. We'll get to here in a second. Okay. Yeah. Um, because there's an amazing moment with Barrett. I know I didn't get this time, but I got it last time when he's yeah. in the bathroom yeah, and he's so, like, he has the sailor suit yeah. on. So you walk into the bar or into the inn and like the, the innkeeper is like by like a pool table off to the side and you like walk forward a couple steps and Barrett's dialogue just comes up and it says, uh, uh, and then like you keep walking around and you hear Barrett say, Hmm. So like Barrett's making a lot of noise around here. And then you walk to the back of the inn and there's a bathroom and Barrett is in the bathroom wearing the sailor suit that he hates so much. Apparently that he like keeps telling people that he hates. And he says, Marlene, you Okay. I'll wear this when I go to see you. <laughs> and, um, and then, I love Barrett so much. He's and, so cute. I yeah. Love it. And if you try to go into the bathroom, it makes like the machine gun noise that always happens. With it. And he says, <laughs> yeah. Hey, yo, someone's in here. All right. Yeah. Um, and then you can talk to the, uh, the innkeeper and he says, "Ugh, I feel God awful. Oh, you, weren't you with that big sailor? And you can like feign ignorance and say like, no, it wasn't me. Or you can tell him like, yeah. Or you can say, don't know what you're, what you're talking about. And if you say that, uh, he says, like, what's the matter? And he goes, listen to this. A big sailor just busted in here all of a sudden and took over the restroom. He's been in in there moaning ever since. I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, if you're checking in, would you please play, pay his bill, too? <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. So um, and then like uh, like Barrett, like, like runs out Um yeah, Barrett runs out and says something to Cloud, and then like if you lied to the innkeeper, he's like, "Wait, I knew I knew you were friends with him." And he and and then in parentheses it says, "Fibber." Yeah, <laughs> that's so good. Um, um, so here you can rest, but don't do that yet because there's still like that'll trigger like the next event in this town, mm-hmm. and there's something that should happen down at the beach. Yeah, so let's go to the beach. Um, so we walk out onto the beach, and all of our party members again kind of split from us so that we kind of see them all right, mm-hmm. and uh, except for Red who is not here. 
on this scene for yeah. whatever oh. reason. So anyway, I guess maybe if he's in your party, was, he'll be there. But. I'm, and I'm wondering if there's additional dialogue um, with him in your party because there's maybe a little so. bit of additional dialogue. I think if Aerith is in your party. Well, I so I got that I got that dialogue where she uh, talks because she was just here. Yeah. When I came down here. Oh, okay. So yeah. she's she's a mandatory part of this scene then. So <laughs> our party members kind of like split away from each other. They're standing on the beach, and uh, <laughs> we we see somebody right. Yep. So there's um. This beach, uh, you know, there's several, like, reclining chairs and the little, like, parasol tables, right? And, like, a distance away from us is fucking Hojo yep. in a fucking reclining beach chair with, like, three girls around him talking to him. It's so good. Uh, an interesting thing, I had Tifa in my party, mm-hmm. and she says, look, look at that. And then it pans over, and you see Hojo surrounded by th- these three girls. Yeah, yeah. And you get a, a choice so here. So that happened in mine as well, even though I didn't have her in the party. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it says, who, Ho- or, who Hojo, or the girl in the bikini? Yeah. And I said, who, Hojo? Same. Like, yeah. yeah. I think I saw someone who said the girl in the bikini, and, and Tifa's just like, hey, take this seriously. And then right. like, it just continues as normal. I think it probably has something to do with the affection thing. Yeah. But and I like that Tifa's just like, go talk to him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she yeah. tells you to do it. And um, if before you run over there, like I said, I had I didn't have Tifa or Eris in the party. Mm-hmm. So there's these two surfers on the left. If you go talk to them instead, like they see Tifa and Eris standing there and they're like, oh man, those chicks are hot. I'm going to go hit on the one on the right. And the other one goes, well, I guess I'll take the one on the left. And I'm like, Ugh, yeah. Very uh. <laughs> so they were both in my party and I didn't get that dialogue, I don't think. Okay, yeah. But um, like, the one guy says, he he, all the good ones are gone. What about the what about that one? Shall we make do with her again? Fuck these guys. They're yeah. Horrible. Um, yeah. And he says, but she's got a guy with her, and he says, no problem, I can handle him. Yeah. So I wasn't sure if they were talking about Cloud, which I don't think anyone looking at Cloud would be like, oh, I can handle that guy. Right. I got right. the impression that they were talking about Hojo because, like, you look at Hojo and you're like, yeah, I can kick the shit. I was, out of I was that, wondering that if maybe that means it was Yuffie and Barrett standing there, and that guy's like, I could beat up Barrett, somebody <laughs> who's like eight times larger than I am, yeah. and has a fucking pair of giant scissors for an arm or something at this point yeah <laughs> so um <clears throat> yeah so you walk over to hojo and i like to like because he's surrounded you kind of have to talk to one of the girls around him first yeah and she just goes god what do you want <laughs> like mm-hmm. i love that fucking intro and you can just say like is that hojo or i want to talk with him yeah and i just said i want to talk with him and she goes hey who do you think you are and she like looks at Hojo and goes, Professor Hojo, that scary man says he wants to talk to you. <laughs> and I love that we're a scary man. Yep. Like, and that's like, again, we were kind of talking about like the way the game and the world perceives Cloud, right? And that yeah. like he is kind of like this like nerdy, a little bit insecure dude, but he's like buff and scary as shit. Like yeah, he's like, like a terror. He was one of the strongest like... He was in Soldier. He's yeah, a fucking he was train in Sol- killer. Yeah, like he, like you don't want to fuck with him. Yeah, <laughs> and constantly through the game, you just get reminders. Everybody's like, "Oh shit, this is really scary, motherfucker!" Running around, yeah. talking about you. I think it's also important to uh, to note that Hojo is just in his like regular clothes. Like it's he's the in same his exact- fucking lab coat. He's laying on the beach with his fucking lab coat on, <laughs> and um, he's not even paying attention. He I know, just says, I "I'm busy right now." So- <laughs> I know. Which later, um, after this interaction, they mentioned it. He yeah. says he never takes off his lab coat, even in this heat. I guess it's the mark of an intellectual. Yeah, yeah I, I love it so much. I saw that, and it just made me think that Hojo was like fucking Jordan Peterson. Like, oh just, god, it, yeah, he's, a, he's an idiot. Like, yeah, he's, he, and like we know that he's an idiot because like 
he took over like we know that he mm-hmm. took over for the other like more brilliant yeah. guy and he hasn't really been doing as well yeah. and he's just like a fucking jordan peterson like oh you should be like the lobster yeah. like <laughs> dude is just a bumbling an idiot. all meat diet <laughs> yeah. mm. you should clean your room bucko i love that people call him the lobster guy yeah anyway, <laughs> so if you don't know who that is don't look him up because fuck that guy <laughs> so um so hojo kind of like leans up and he goes like oh wait no i remember you all now like he so he kind of like realizes who's yeah standing there talking to him and he says it's been a long time cloud yeah and like it's been a couple hours yeah you know well we went to junan we went through the mines we sailed across the world to the new continent. <laughs> the new continent that cloud is from but anyway <laughs> we wrangled up some birds fought a few giant snakes yeah and i love that uh hojo's next line is just Sometimes you just got to do something like this. <laughs> like, chill. <laughs> Love it. He kind of reminded me a little bit of... Hojo's like, better than Peterson. Come on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I mean, they're, come both, on. they're both deplorable like, pieces of shit. Oh, yeah, but. absolutely. But, like... Hojo would still lose a debate to Zizek. I'm, ju- I'm just saying... <laughs> <laughs> Hojo has to talk about Marxism and doesn't do any research, and then is like, "I heard that Marxism is bad." And yeah. Zizek's just like, "Nah, you fucking idiot." But uh, I do like when they're like, "What are you doing out here?" He's like, oh, "It should be obvious. I'm getting a tan." Yeah, like, it should be obvious. Oh, me wearing so several layers and yeah. long sleeves. I'm trying to get a tan. <laughs> yeah. I was also uh, very confused by the fact that all these girls are like fawning over him. Like, I, I, you know what? I love it because. It makes no sense. Yeah. And that's what's fantastic about it. Yeah. Because he is a sickly, thin, like, he rag looks, Yeah, of he's a like man. a grown-up Mandark. Yeah, he, yeah, he's like Mandark, yeah. And, like, he's just gross he's greasy long hair. And, like, yeah, like... Beady little eyes or, like, little glasses. And his big, like, very, like, protruding forehead, like... Yeah. Yeah, and again, like, it looks very he's sickly. He's a fucking nerd. Yeah. Cloud and, is a jock. Hojo's yeah. a nerd. Maybe and, it's just some dad energy coming off of him. But, like... Know. But that's what I love about it is that they're just like, yeah, Hojo, you know? Because, like, here's the thing, like, Hojo's kind of, like, he is a, a fucking absolute monster, but, like, yeah. he is a very successful and very wealthy scientist, right? True. Like, yeah, I guess it, he's probably one of the world's, like, most known people, so. Probably He's, like, so. a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's probably what's going on there. So you're like Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a really good episode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so anyway, so Cloud keeps pressing him and he kind of, you know, like Hojo keeps kind of kind of like deflecting the question being like, I'm just trying to get a tan, man. Leave me alone, you know? And so he finally is like, all right, look, I think we're after the same goal here. And Cloud, Cloud says, yeah, you mean Sephiroth. Yeah. And Hojo goes, did you see him? And and he and then he pauses for a second and goes, I see. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And then Cloud's like, what is it? And he goes, nothing. I just remembered a certain hypothesis. And then some important dialogue that everyone should remember. Yeah, he says, uh, haven't you ever had that feeling that something is calling you? Or that you had some place to visit. Yep. Mm. And uh, Cloud just responds saying, I'll go anywhere Sephiroth oh, is at. And God, it's delicious. To, it's... Beat him, to beat him and put an end to all of this. And Hojo goes, I see. This could be interesting. I know. I love it. And like Hojo knows something. And when the first, first time I played it, or like the first time I played it recently, I didn't even realize like, like yeah. I know the plot of FF seven, but I didn't realize how much that like they're like just throwing the plot of FF seven at you. Yep. Shh, don't listen to that. No. <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> but, look into it too far. Don't think about it too hard. But yeah. on, on a second playthrough, that has a lot more gravity than right. Yeah. Um, and so, then uh, and then Hojo says, uh, "Were you in Soldier? <laughs> yeah. Would you like to be my guinea pig?" Yeah, and then Cloud kind of goes into like a like a stance. Here. Yeah, like, like he's he's, he's like squaring ass. up. Yeah, and Hojo says, "Oh, now what? Are you gonna draw your sword?" 
And Barrett stops Cloud and he goes, yo, 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 it would be a bad idea to kill him. Oh, yeah. So Aerith in my, was on my team. So she said, Cloud, don't. If he dies, we won't find out anything. Oh, okay, okay. And yeah. Hojo just laughs and then says... And then uh, talks to Aerith, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. And he is says, it? aren't you the ancient? And I like that Aerith is just like, I'm Aerith. The least you could do is remember my name. Yep. Everybody who's listening to our podcast. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, if you look at my screen here, <laughs> she says, I'm Aerith. The least you could do is remember my name. <laughs> So fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah. So she uh, she says, "I want to. Uh, I want you to tell me something." Uh, I almost said President Hojo, <laughs> <laughs> Professor Hojo. I know I'm an ancient. My mother told me, and he says, "Your mother? Oh, you mean if Ifalna? Is how you say that?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how I says, say oh, it. you mean Ilfalna? If if Ifalna. Ifalna. Yeah. If um, <laughs> And he says, "How is she?" And she says, "You didn't know. She's dead, or she died." And, yeah. Uh, yeah. He says, "I see." And then she says. Professor Hojo, is Genova an ancient? Is Sephiroth an ancient? Do we all have the same blood? And he just... Starts mumbling off and trailing off. And he says, mm, head west. Yeah, he just says head west. <laughs> and then, like, Aeris is like, he's mumbling. It must mean he's hiding something. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you know, everybody starts yeah. shouting at him. And then he just says, like, dot, dot, dot. Like, he's yeah. just done. Like, he's just mumbling. He's like, oh, head west. Right. And, and Cloud says, it's no use. Let's go. Yep. Which... It, in true me form i just heard something uh when he says it's no use i just heard uh silver the hedgehog i think it is in sonic oh so, yeah it's no use <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so that's that's all of our interaction here <laughs> like alex was saying we get the the comment where they're like oh he never takes his lab coat off yeah, even he's, in a, he's an intellectual what an intellectual like, oh, women are chaos and Ugh. men are great Ugh. You don't need to look up who that is with our podcast. Now you have the whole gist of it. Yeah. Um, Do you read the Da Vinci Code? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that there is a a person swimming in the beach here. It's really good. That's <laughs> that is like their head is submerged underwater while they're swimming. And if you talk to them, they say breath. It kind of takes your breath away. And I'm like, uh, very nice. <laughs> Foreshadowing <laughs> for the underwater material. No. Right? Yeah. Yes. If he had the underwater material, he would have been able to swim all time. Um. Yeah, you can also talk to one of the other girls, and uh, she says, "I'll, I'll interpret Professor Hojo's whispers. Head west, pa- past Mount Coral, and keep going." Oh, I didn't, I didn't. Yeah. That. Wow. So, I mean, the game's telling you to head west, like very specifically. They're yeah. like, "Oh, go to Gold Saucer, go here." Like they're telling you exactly yeah. where to go. So if you didn't get that enough, it's still saying like, "Oh no, you got to go west." Yeah. There's not so, many options of places to go once you leave the city, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and and she says, uh, "Did you get that? I didn't understand it well myself." Yeah. Uh. So uh, after this, <laughs> wait, did you see the other thing that the other girl says? No, she says I'd be happy to be a guinea pig if that's what. Oh, I did for see that. Professor Hojo. I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, after this, we basically are just going to go back to the inn. Yeah. Right. Um, Aside from the guy who also says, "Hey, get a soft." <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Like yeah. The other guy on the beach. The other uh, piece of shit on the beach. Yeah. Those, those guys. But Eris uh, was in the inn when I went back. Did you go to the inn or did you go to Giant's house again? Oh, I did both. I, yeah, yeah, but I, I, so I talked to Eris first because she was in the inn, and uh, she's laying on the bed and kind of having like a bunch of doubts and like wondering who she is and everything. Oh, wow, I didn't And she asks Cloud, she says, what do you think of me? And your options are, I don't know, or nothing much. Oh, And I was man. like, neither of those are great. Yeah. But I said, I don't know, and Cloud says, I don't understand anything, which is like better than, I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you're right. I don't even understand myself. Like, and she says, like, what part of me is an ancient? What is an ancient supposed to be like? Isn't that strange? And uh, so she's just having a bit of a existential crisis. But yeah, so going back to Johnny's house, um, 
I actually missed this because I just went straight to bed. Really? Yeah. And and, that, and, and this, also, if you if you go to bed before going to the beach, you miss everything with Hojo. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Like I was watching a, a let's play of it as well. Yeah. And like the guy went down to the beach, saw Hojo, and then was like, I need to save. And then he went to the inn. He's like, Oh, I can probably there's probably a save point in the inn. Oh man. And went in there, he's like, Oh, I'll rest because my characters are like beat and then yeah. like, he missed that entire part. Oh man. That sucks. She was <laughs> bummer. So yeah, so if we go back to Johnny's house, Tiva's in there because again, they're all childhood friends, so we get the feeling that like Cloud, Tiva, and Johnny all knew each other from Nibelheim, right? Yeah. Um and Tiva and him are talking to each other and having a good time. And like as soon as you walk up on him, Tiva's like, Oh, Cloud, would you mind leaving us alone for a little while or for, for the rest of the day? Uh, we haven't seen each other for ages, and sometimes it's fun to talk about old times for a change. And I love that like Cloud, like again, like kind of everybody's saying, like, oh, Cloud was a part of the clique, right? Like he was yeah. a part of that group. And then here they're like, Hey, sometimes you just want to talk about old times with people, but not you. Yeah. Even though you were there. Right. Leave us alone, which again, purposeful foreshadowing, hmm. or is it just like a weird thing that kind of fell through and we're extrapolating too much yeah, from? I don't know. We're gonna have to talk about that later. Yeah. I, I completely missed that part too because I had Aerith and Tifa in my party. So probably the thing that I should have done was probably take everyone out of my party except for Cloud, oh, so yeah. I could see all of these things. But that's really uh, cool. Um, and then uh, if you talk to Johnny after she says that, he says that he says, "Yeah, don't get mad." <laughs> and I'm like, Johnny, <laughs> fuck you. But um. So then, after we we go to the inn, is there anything you wanted to talk about before the end? I think that's I think that's everything that okay. we can do right now. I don't want to. We'll we'll pause after we uh, leave Costa del Sol. So uh, after we go to the inn, if you if you come back the next day mm-hmm. and talk to Johnny, he's sleeping on his bed and he mumbles to himself in his sleep. Yeah. Tifa, promise me you're gonna be happy. Yeah. And so like again, like he kind of called Cloud like this playboy and everything, and you're like, oh, Johnny really had the fucking hots for Tifa when they were mm-hmm. younger. He like super crushing on her and has been forever. Because like every time he sees you, he's always like, I thought you were with Tifa. Where's Tifa at? You know, all the time. Which is why he's such a dick to you because like you show up to the Honey Bee Inn of all places yeah. with a different girl, and he's like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. So and, he's he, like, and he calls you out for that too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's yeah. kind of like one of his big things against you. Uh, if you go to the beach after this too, there's a girl on the beach who says, uh, yesterday a man with a black cape came up from the ocean. And I'm like, came up from the ocean? Sephiroth was just like <laughs> swimming or walking on the fucking ocean floor. Like, yeah, could you imagine I'm- sitting on the beach and then just fucking like this, <laughs> this dude with a giant katana and a full black uniform? Like an X- X-Men. Yeah, just yeah. like walks up out of the water. <laughs> what, like the senator from X-Men that explodes in the water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm glad your mind went there because my mind just went to the, the Simpsons thing where Skinner just keeps walking. Yeah, the Terminator. Goes yeah. In, yeah, yeah. into the river and yeah. then like the music stops and then he comes up through. I know you skipped yesterday bart <laughs> he's some sort of not give up guy yeah, right. <laughs> sephiroth is absolutely some sort of not give up guy so is oh, and a- then she says he had tickets for the gold saucer two questions how did you see tickets for the gold yeah. saucer on his body b why <laughs> like if sephiroth like if sephiroth can just walk from place to place like through oceans does he need to buy tickets for the gold saucer yeah. and then she also says like oh maybe it was an illusion Nah. Nah, definitely. Nah. So <laughs> All of that totally happened. So does this imply that he, when he flew off, that he just kind of just ended up in the ocean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, jumped, he, he jumped, jumped overboard. He jumped overboard, yeah, because where else would he have gone? He Which is jumped. weird because the whole reason that Rufus yeah. and Heidegger is over there because they heard stuff off of this already at Costa del Sol. Yeah. yeah. Well, right? Yeah. Well, that that's also going to be a plot yep. point oh. coming yeah, up they're, as they're, well. Yeah, that gets more 
like more things come of that yeah. in a little bit. So we'll talk about that when we get there. So that's all I have for Costa del Sol. Um, I have a little bit more. You son of a bitch! There's a lot of good stuff, actually. All right. Um, so after <laughs> after you like rest at the end and you're ready to head out to the next place, you can actually interact with everyone that you talk to, and they all have like different bits going on. Okay. So um, since you mentioned Sephiroth in the ocean, I was very confused because that little girl who was playing... Um, who was playing uh, soccer, soccer with uh, with Red? She says football for our international <laughs> listeners. Football. Um, <laughs> she says something weird about um, seeing a creepy guy in the ocean who was like, I think she said he was uh, beckoning to him to Whoa. her and i was like what the fuck is that about and then i went to the beach and talked to the girl who was like oh the man in the cloak and i was yeah. like oh shit god he's so creepy several is such a fucker very very creepy um because could you imagine like think back to when you were a child like being on the beach like at night and then fucking a dude with like long white hair and a black cape and a sword comes up out of the water and is like come to me come like fuck water. this yeah come up out the water come. it's like very like goosebumps uh, i don't like it come lady. yeah come, she says lady. she says a creepy man was signaling for us to come i was scared to come here wow. um but uh, even better than that, um, <laughs> the innkeeper has some great dialogue yeah. where he says, uh, your party has departed. Uh-oh, that's bad luck. I meant your party has left. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, um, I'm but, afraid he's moved on. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> to another room. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like the um, Arisa Development Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all blue. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Uh if you go to Butch's shop, um, he let me let me pull up the actual dialogue. Oh yeah. right, oh right. She says oh. you got me there. We hired her part time. She ran off with our money and materia. Yo, like, you'd be so good. He's just hustling completely. She ran it's off so with the good. money and materia. That's so good. If you only went to ZipRecruiter.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the one of the girls on the beach talks about Rufus a little bit, and she's like, "Oh yeah, that's the president's son. We used to call him the Little Prez." Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I did read that. Yeah. Little, little Prez, not Prez Junior. Yeah. <laughs> Prez Junior Junior. Yeah. Yeah, and then if you go to the chair that Hojo was in, there's a girl in it, yeah. and she says that Hojo discovered something or found a solution to something and left. And then she has like dialogue about being sad about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. So that's yeah. Costa del Sol. That's about it. Hell yeah. So, Do you guys want to uh, retire to the inn ourselves? Oh, yes. Yeah, I'd like to take a rest. Let's do it. Night-night. So I think it's time to talk about the most important part of this entire episode, and that's the Grangalan. Oh, yeah. The Grangalan. <laughs> the Grangalan. Oh, Black Betty. Okay, Grand so... Duran Duran. Duran Duran. So when we walk out of... Um, Costa del Sol, we are... We are heading west. We're on like a little peninsula, essentially, right? Yeah. We're heading west towards some mountains, and we can get into some random battles in what the game calls the Corel area, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And there's an enemy that's called the Grangalan, and uh, we did a lot of research into it, trying to figure out like how we should pronounce it, and looked up the Japanese for it, Guran, Guran, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's just, so we're calling it the Grangalan. Which I love is like the most like American pronunciation of it. Yeah. And therefore the correct one. USA. <laughs> <laughs> My grand glands. My grand glands. My grand glands. Uh, so 
describe this enemy. So it, it looks like an egg, like one of those like plastic Easter egg things that has like two eyes on it and like a like a dumb face. Yo, the it's colors like of it brown. It really to me the colors of it and like the texture on it really makes it look to me like it's wood. Yeah, like polished wood. Yeah, like like mm. well constructed like carpenter made egg. Uh, yeah, wooden wood. egg. <laughs> wooden yeah. egg with like big eyes on it. Yeah. So you fight this thing. It looks and... like a bee themed like Cadbury egg. Ooh, I could go <laughs> yeah. for that. A little honey in there. Yeah. I don't know if that would make it better. It probably wouldn't. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try and get back to y'all next week. <laughs> We're um, gonna make our own Gringolands. <laughs> oh my gosh! An Easter episode. We make Gringolands. Oh man. Um. So you attack this enemy, and it's it's kind of a. I. I let me see how much HP it has. Five hundred and fifty. Five hundred and fifty HP. So it takes a couple of hits to to take this thing down, and yep. when you attack it, like up to a certain percentage of its health, mm-hmm. it kind of just opens its <laughs> mouth and out comes a, a Grangolan Jr. A Grangolan Jr. It's a smaller one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think when that happens, it you has... can no longer attack the main one that you were just fighting. It's like in the back row, but I don't, I don't think know. you can actually hit it. You have to uh, take yeah. the one out in oh. front of it. Uh, that one has 330 HP. Mm-hmm. And then when you get it down to a certain percentage... Three tinier ones pop out of it called Grangolan Junior Juniors. <laughs> Which is how the wor- the term junior works. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You just add successive juniors onto it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, not too much to say about this fight other than that amazing mechanic. Um, I farmed the hell out of them for really? uh, Matra Materia to get oh, okay. uh, the, the extra limit breaks for Tifa and Aerith. Okay, yeah. So that was that was great but it's yeah we we love the grand galan yeah it's <laughs> such a good it's like a, a like a russian nesting it has doll. like and like the face isn't what i would call cute necessarily because it's very like it has this like vacant stare and yeah it has like dark black eyes like if you but saw like, the shit in real life yeah if you saw it in real life you'd be terrified i think if you saw it in the daytime and it wasn't as large as it was because yeah. it's huge if it was small if it was the junior junior we're talking about yeah it would just be a cute cutest heck that's a pet that you take home and you have and hold forever and you love yes absolutely and one day you put down with the sodium pentothal apparently so i go ahead what oh no you can go ahead no 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 i don't want to (laughs) okay well i was about to say if you uh, apparently in the battle if you beat the biggest one the smaller ones uh perish as well i guess yeah oh okay yeah so i think you might be able to hit it with magic or something even even obama can't say those ones they wish they perish (laughs) um so while i was doing this i was like I know those things as Russian nesting dolls. And I was like, I don't yeah. know if that's like the proper term. So I was looking that up and uh, I think I saw uh, Matryoshka uh, Matryo- dolls, yeah. but also known as Babushka dolls, Ooh. which I never knew. And I, I'm going to just start calling them Babushka. How do dolls. I know that word? Because there is a Hatsune Miku song. <laughs> oh, that. hell yeah. Boom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hatsune Miku. Yeah, yeah, Miku, the inventor of Minecraft. Uh, so the next area that we can go to, or do we anything else on the world map? I think uh, the, we head through the hills. Yeah, they're, they're on the beach. That's where you farm with the manipulate thing that we've talked about like three okay. times now at this point. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, cool. So you you head west. I yeah. I wasn't looking at the world map in my direction, so I actually kind of headed south. Yeah. And there's like a little river there that has right. like they slightly Yeah, you can't pass it, but in the distance you see this big structure. Yeah, this big golden structure that looks like a bunch of mushroom clouds like yeah, stacked on top of each other. Yeah. It looks like other. a weird like very like 
cylindrical pyramid like a like a a cone you might say a cone (laughs) i need to put that on right now because i forgot what a cone was and now i need to wear one because i'm a fucking dunce um (laughs) yeah so there's a uh, a cone and then little like mushroom looking things branching off of it so we see it in the distance and it's huge and it looks like it's sticking up out of a desert yeah it's it's surrounded by a desert and we can't make it there so we kind of turn around and up this little cliff we see this little like earthen path. And what I like about uh, this specifically is like every other area in the game thus far, if if the game is going to try to convey to us that we're in a cave or that we're in a, uh, a mountain or something like that, there's a symbol for it on the world map. And what I like about this at first is that it is just a mountain pathway on the world map. Yeah. Like we haven't gone into a different area. We're traversing it like the mountains on yeah. the world map. Very cool. I thought that was really Yeah, neat. it's a nice little tonal shift and you can see like... Um, a nice like waterfall if you're like looking as yeah. you cross this like weird like bridge portion of the yeah. path and you feel like you're really just going through mountains in yeah. this uh yeah on the world map it's very is, neat yeah until we get to the end of it and then there absolutely is a little icon that says okay now the rest of the mountains will be inside of a different instance yeah Yeah. we see a little cave i think right it is it's a cave icon which Mm -hmm. once we go into it is not a cave yep yeah it's just more path more path yeah so we actually go into a different area now um and i like this uh this first and second screen because like the music playing right here is very like peaceful but it has like a little bit of a sense of wonder to it you know yeah i think it's that dear to the heart song playing again mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's cool. It's cool. Like it's this, very, yeah, it's very like you said, peaceful. Yeah, yeah. And there's like uh, there's like a little mountain path that we're essentially cl- uh, climbing up. Yeah. And uh, there's some like trees and greenery on it, and it's like it's cleared, right? And so that's why like it has this very like oh nice little nature path, very natural area. Like it's yeah. it's nice. Yeah. Uh, and there's an old man sitting on the ground, uh, about halfway up the first screen, who says, "Oh, you're actually talking to me." Yep. And, and Cloud's like, "Oh, well, you know what's weird about that?" He's like, "What is it?" And he goes, oh, well, I just passed a guy in a black cape up there. I tried to tell him it was dangerous, and he ignored me. And I had Yuffie in my party, and she says, oh, God, what a drag. (laughs) And it's God, G-A-W-D. Oh, God, I love that she says God. Yeah, yeah. Um, And that's really the only interaction with that guy, I believe. Um, Who's just, he tells you if you say, if you see travelers on your way, tell them hi, because that's just the rule of hiking. Yeah, it's just a nice thing to do. He's a nice old man, yeah. Alex, be sure to do that while you're on tour next week. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the time you hear this, listener, it will have been last week. (laughs) Yeah, he'll have already been back. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What's also cool is at the top of both of these screens, you can kind of see the sun setting in the distance. It's very nice. And, like, they do it in such a way, like, that your eyes kind of would really handle it where when cloud walks in front of the sun you can't see cloud anymore because he's right in front of the freaking sun yeah jj so you... abrams did this part there's a lot of lens flare. <laughs> right right um yeah and so as you, the further you go up the less greenery yep there is it it's, it's still more... it's still peaceful but still everything's nice. getting more rugged and then you get to the top of the next screen you still see the sun you see it more it's like less over the horizon now it's kind of in the sky yeah that same effect but it's uh, blocking out a little bit of a old and withered and dying tree. Right, right. And I wonder if there's anything that could possibly be causing that tree to wither and die. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit, the next screen. Next screen, <laughs> complete shift. Complete uh, it's shift. playing the Shinra Company music again that there's we've heard that just is very ominous. A giant fucking Mako reactor just dug right into the middle of this mountain. Yep. Right? Like, it looks like all around it on all sides are 
different little peaks, and it seems like they just blasted several peaks away and just put this giant uh, Maka reactor in. Yep. And it goes like, and it's it's dug down into the ground, right? Like there's like, like you can't see the bottom of where it goes. You know, yeah. like like in the middle essentially is the reactor, and then the um, the structure that's built around it is like a, a giant pit, mm-hmm. right? And like at the bottom of this pit, there's like growing green, uh, glowing green lights. Yep. And very very industrial and. Very yeah. depressing. Very depressing, very menacing. Also, uh, this is something that I wanted to bring up in Junon, but completely forgot about. You can see on the front of the Maka reactor is uh, the Shinra logo, Yeah. which when I saw it in Junon, um, I was like, why the fuck are all these Dietz and Watson? That's the... I said something <laughs> in the very first episode. I was like, oh, it looks like a brand of like a meat or something, and I couldn't think of what it is. Oh, it man. looks like the Dietz and Watson meat logo. Yep. Right. Yeah. So I, I just saw that all over the place. And then I, like, I actually looked up the Shinra logo, and you can see it when it's not in like the old PS1 graphics and yeah it's just the exact same it's like the the (laughs) red diamond shape or maybe they're just sponsored by Dietz and Watson (laughs) Dietz and Watson is the uh, the greatest uh, monster in the (laughs) Final Fantasy universe sponsor us Dietz and Watson (laughs) (laughs) I'll eat some meats on the podcast I was gonna say as a vegetarian (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah and like uh, so we walked on a little catwalk to the the reactor proper i suppose it's all one screen we don't like yeah we don't really go in depth yeah, there's, on this. there's random encounters here um yeah. but it's uh, more osha violations <laughs> you have to walk <laughs> right. across the, like a rope bridge right yeah and, and then a coming from the front of the reactor are train tracks right yep like they actually oh that's go, what that is it's not a rope bridge. yeah, it's yeah. Train track. they actually go into the entrance of the Maka reactor and like directly from that gate on the entrance the tracks just start right there so they could like ship something into the Maka reactor they could take something out of it on train car the yeah. whole way right yep uh, but it's closed we can't go into it so we're actually gonna continue. we can't we can't blow this one up yeah yeah so we're gonna go and 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 there's um there's also a little cliff yeah overlooking it as well nothing's up there yeah um, i went up there i found that weird i, I can't remember if this is a place yeah, that you yeah. end up later or anything but there's like a another entrance like if you have the icon on showing you where you can go um, when you get down to the, like to the next say, screen, the you can screen, actually yeah. go up to this little cliff that has like more railings around it. Um, but there's nothing up there. Yeah, this next screen, after we walk away from the uh, reactor a little bit, it it seems to me like they may have meant to have other areas you could go to from here because mm-hmm. there's also what seems to be another exit to it along a, mount, a mountain path, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't go anywhere. Even though it goes, oh, to, yeah, yeah, it goes yeah. to the edge of the screen. Yeah, I went I but. went up there too, and it, it looks exactly like you're saying, like another place that we could go, and it just it doesn't have one of those indicators that say you can go there, and it's just a dead end. There's also an enemy called the Cockatolis. Yeah, yeah, and those <laughs> things are real fuckers, I think. That's why, uh, that's why you would want to buy the soft, right? Yeah, so it has like Petrify Mist or something like that. Yeah. That's a thing that uh, casts Petrify on you and gives you a 30-second timer that I think is completely independent of like the weight mechanic yeah, that we were talking yeah. about. It just keeps ticking down. Yep. And when it hits zero, your um, party member is petrified. Right. Which, which isn't a death condition unless everyone is petrified. If everybody's petrified, Then yeah. you get a game over. Yeah. So it, what it is is essentially, it is the way I see it as far as mechanically goes is that it is the KO state but once you are healed from it, you are at whatever HPMP you were at yeah. before it. And you Whereas, can still like, get attacked. Uh, I think. Can you get damaged? I don't think maybe, you get maybe not. damaged. In I don't think, I don't or think things so. don't. Yeah. I'll try but, that eventually with manipulate. Okay, yeah. Uh, but, um, whereas when you're KO'd, your HP is at zero. And when you're healed, it'll be 
a smaller amount. Yeah. Or whatever method you're using to heal that person up with will determine their new HP value. So this is kind of, to me, this is just putting you in a like stasis KO state of like, yeah. you're down, and if everybody's down, then game over. But your HP MP is still where it was yeah. when you're healed from it. Right? And um, and maybe I your think... weight bar as well. And uh, your limit as well. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, the other thing um, that's important to note about this is after the battle, if you're still in that petrified status, uh, you don't gain EXP or AP. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it, like... I think you even get the animation like you won the battle. Yeah, and, like, you just it doesn't get... It doesn't continue itself after... Um, this game is very generous about healing your status effects after battle. Yeah, because yeah. like if you're poisoned in battle, it doesn't. I it doesn't think carry after, over. You don't need to use an antidote while you're in the field. And yeah. same thing with petrify. I think it just um, it just prevents you from gaining any experience from the battle. Interesting side note. Uh, do you know about blind in this game? I don't think so. Okay, that's the boss from uh, Legend of Zelda. That's the, the past, right. That's the first single from Corn, <laughs> <laughs> author self-titled. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so blind is a status effect that can happen. Since we're talking about status effects, it's yeah. the the Carcassonne doesn't hour. do this. You're right. <laughs> status power, status hour. <laughs> um, so if you're inflicted with blind, what happens is that it reduces your accuracy. Yeah. So you just start missing the enemy, right? And like enemies can also be given status effects, right? Like um, clouds second limit break causes paralysis. Yep. Um, so you can give enemies blind for whatever reason in FF7. They didn't program blind in correctly so that if you get blind, you will miss. And if you give an enemy blind, it does nothing. <laughs> oh, wow. So you can't blind enemies in this game. Like, you can give them the status effect, yeah, it just but does it does, not, it does nothing. No. Yeah. Weird. So this is one of the weird things about this game. That's really cool. I never knew that. Yep. So uh, the correct way to go from here is to continue walking down the train tracks. Yep. And uh, we, we get to, like, like the train tracks now go out over, like, a chasm. Yeah. Right? And it looks almost more like a roller coaster. Yeah, it like literally a becomes roller a roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. A, a two-track roller coaster with some going up and then some going down. Yeah. And, like, up at these giant pitches, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's really wild. Donkey Kong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very yeah, Donkey Kong. Yeah. Uh, and it is not stable. No. No. Uh, so, Surprise. I'm curious. What did, what did you do when, uh, when the tracks get a little unstable um so i had watched a let's play before i went through this part yes. um and so i knew what to do and I, I did it but um i feel like if i was playing blind um no pun intended i would have eh. probably hit a because it start tells walking, you to hit a it tells you to hit a to jump yeah 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 what but, and it does nothing i'm just pounding the a button and i uh, still fall Oh really? Because yeah. I think you can actually you can actually like jump out of it. I think, and then you don't mm. fall into this weird little mini game that yeah. has some oh, treasure. Yeah, I fell in, and I went into the mini game because I knew there was treasure, but I was yeah. also trying to like not fall into it. Yeah. But even though I was smashing A, it, it I still fell in every, every time. Maybe I was like, why? Yeah, maybe that doesn't work. I, I don't know. I, I thought it was very weird. But anyway, yeah, it leads to this weird mini game where you see cloud falling, and it, and then it gives you like a little dialogue option. Um, where it says like, oh, hold left or right while repeatedly pressing A. Yeah. And then you'll see cloud falling and you just <laughs> kind of like, like swim. swim through the air. Yeah. You like swim and you can go either to the left or to the right. And if right. you don't go far enough, you're just in the center. So there's these three lanes and, yeah. uh, the center one is just the default one if you don't uh, do it correctly. Yeah. And you just climb back up. Yeah, you kind of fall to a certain to a certain point, and then crowd 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 <laughs> cloud grabs onto the scaffolding that keeps the tracks up, and like kind of saves himself, and then yeah. begins to just climb back up. Yeah, and it, when you're climbing up, I think what's 
kind of like intended to happen if you're doing this just as a first playthrough is you fall down the middle one right and see that as you're climbing up there's item bags on the left and the right so then the next time this happens you're prepared to actually like do this game not me <laughs> yeah it's still, <laughs> still really confused. difficult <laughs> um but when you fall if you if you like mash enough and hold whichever direction if you go to the left you get the wizard staff yeah which is Aerith's uh double ap yeah. weapon and if you go to the right you get another star pendant which right. i think is the poison thing right yep yeah. we already have like three of them at least yeah in and you can far. buy them so it's kind of right uh so on and, that, of... and that happens uh three times yeah i think while yeah. running through yep so there's also some various treasure on the tracks and and one of the tracks the track in the back is just broken all up yeah. right like there's there's places in it where you can't get past mm-hmm. um so you have to use the other track to kind of walk around and go get the items yeah uh, and there's a one of barrett's weapons the w machine gun uh-huh. w again yeah. double, double machine gun. the double machine yeah, gun double machine gun um and there's a turbo ether and the transform material yep so uh nothing nothing giant turbo ethers not you know that's dope Turbo Ether is pretty good. There's also an enemy that you can run into here that I think uh, you can steal a Turbo Ether from. Oh, really? But it's uh, not worth it because it's very hard to steal oh, from okay. it. And I didn't really use Turbo Ethers in my last playthrough either. Yeah. I feel like that was pretty rare. That I yeah, I mean, yeah. E- ethers, ethers can kind of be beneficial here because I feel like you have to use magic a lot more in yeah. this section or yeah. like heal and you might have gotten... Put it this like, way, I never got to the point where I felt like I didn't have enough in stock yeah during the oh game. yeah like absolutely. i never got to the point where i was like oh man i'm running low on ethers i need to buy some ether yeah and they're pretty cheap i mean turbo ethers might not be but yeah you yeah. can just buy a lot of ethers like i sold a bunch of ethers uh, yeah, to try too. and buy something and i was like wait I don't, I don't actually need this yeah i did the curtis strat of selling the stolen ethers. yeah <laughs> yeah that's every time i get ether i'm just like oh more selling items because they sell for a lot yeah oh and the the um the enemy yeah, so the enemy that you can steal a turbo ether from is uh, called a search crown. And this thing, I fucking love this thing. Is that the little mushroom with the teeth on the front? Yeah, so it's a little mushroom that looks like he has like four like fang mouth, <laughs> yeah. mouths. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's terrifying. Is, yeah, I was going to say it's very terrifying. But they're yeah. very small, so not too terrifying. Yeah, you can take them down pretty easily, but they usually come in swarms. Like there can be like a battle where you have to fight five of them. And yeah. they have a move called four laser, which does like a significant it amount does. Of, da- of damage. This is actually, I found this a good place to do limit breaks and get yeah. everybody's next level limit break. Yeah. Or not next level, but the second level for whatever level they're on. Yeah. Because you can run through limits real quick here. But they do do a lot of da- do do ha- But they, they do a lot of damage. So you can't just willy-nilly run out there and you know be cool with spamming limits you also need to heal while they're doing this because it does do a bit of damage and there's five of them i've had to use a couple of phoenix downs while in this area just because i wasn't paying attention and like or like they used like three on the same person or i think like tifa where's your god gamer now (laughs) damn it where's my scepter i gotta give it (laughs) um but um yeah it's, it's pretty tough there's also another like weird tortoise enemy here it's like a tortoise spider looking thing called mm-hmm. the uh, Bagna Bagnadrana. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I that, yeah. you, it, I actually had a, a lot more success stealing from this thing than the the. Is that crop. what you get from it? Because I got it and I was like, you, oh, it's like a rhinoceros spider. Oh yeah, no that, or maybe that's a shell. I, I don't, don't know. know. The, it's wild looking. The Japanese name is Bugna Dragona, which I guess means oh, bug dragon. Maybe so. Yeah. 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 It's like a big bug dragon. But um, you can steal a red 13 weapon from it, the diamond oh. pin. Nice. Oh, yeah. cool. Um, speaking of red uh, and the other party members, uh, as soon as we get past this screen, uh, we come to another screen that is, uh, to describe it, it's the two 
different train tracks, right? Mm -hmm. One is elevated a little higher than the other, and the one that is lower has a um, like a mechanical bridge on it. Yeah, like oh, a drawbridge. A drawbridge, right? And 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 it's there's like a little canal there too, so it makes yeah. sense that there's a drawbridge there for like ships to pass it. Right. Um, and the drawbridge is up, right? And so we see the rest of the party, and they're all just standing there in front of it. And I, I talked to Red first, and he goes, what? Oh, it's you. And I was like, damn, dude, Spook's easy. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Fuck it, damn, Red. Um, yeah, he was ready to, like, take on, like, whatever monster was going on in the Shinra uh, building. And he's like, I'll go ahead, like, after everyone was dead. But, like, you then, walk in, he's like, ah. oh, okay. <laughs> Have you ever seen American Dad? Yeah. You know, the, the, the ooh, like Stan does. He's like, like oh, yeah, surprised. Yeah. He goes, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you were referring to um, the caveman SpongeBob. It also <laughs> does the same thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so Red kind of tells you that there's an instrument that, or if you if you don't have Red in your party, he's explaining it to you. Yeah. I don't know who explains it if you I I also red. had Red. Okay. So, so uh, he says that there's an instrument in this hut that you can all see... Um, Attached to the upper uh, uh, track. Yeah. And he says there's an instrument over there that manipulates this bridge. I love the way he phrases that. Manipulates the it, bridge. It reminds me of my old boss when I was at working a job in high school. Or like shortly after high school when I had a Blackberry. And yeah. I was just like on Facebook all the time while working this retail job when no customers were in. And he complained to me. And he was like, you're always there like looking at your machine <laughs> <laughs> looking at your machine real old man grumpy old man oh vibes. my god but um i like that then they get, they like pan the camera over to the shack that's visible from where you are uh -huh. like you can see it already yeah. but they go ahead and pan the camera so that it's centered and then they turn on like the little entrance <laughs> animate like the the thing the, that shows you where entrances are and a big like cartoon hand points at it and goes the shack is here yeah and it's like man i can see the shack it's yeah. on the screen right now there and have been several other moments in this game that haven't had obvious entrances or exits this one is obvious yeah especially right here there's another thing that's not obvious at all that you can do with oh well, and, yeah, well, well, yeah two seconds but cool. um yeah and they have like the yeah. green arrow over and everything so yeah. i wonder if there was like a play testers or something and they're like oh i'm stuck here and stuff and they're like oh we gotta we gotta let Maybe. people know Could who knows be. But, um, so, so I yeah, I totally missed that. Cause I just took the high road for the gig. Uh, god gamer. I also, yeah. you're the new god. Gamer. Well, that's weird. Cause when you're on the upper, on the upper thing, um, t you see Tifo go like, go cloud, go. And I'm like, there's a train. Is that to me too? Yeah. That's what I thought too. I thought a train coming. The first time I was like, oh my God, there's a train behind me. Yeah. Um, the train's right behind me, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, talking shit about the train. That's behind me, isn't it? You turn around. <laughs> Did you ever see that Futurama where uh, Bender's talking shit on someone? And he goes, uh-oh, she's not behind me, is she? And she goes, no, I'm in front of you. <laughs> she's standing literally right in front of him. <laughs> so good. In my game, it was Eris, and she was like, go, Cloud, go. But what's funny is like before I walked, because to to go up onto the upper path after that, you actually have to walk back. Yeah, you have to backtrack a little. Yeah, and then go to the next one. And, and everyone's um, treating it like it's this huge heroic moment. Like, yeah, cloud. Do I know. It. Yeah. Very weird. Well, what's funny is like, so if you go to the bottom one first, your party gives you a chance to Button switch pusher. everybody out. Uh -huh. They'll be like, hey, do you want to switch out everybody? You want to switch out party members or anything? And I said no. And then Eris says, I'm sure glad I'm with you, Cloud. And I was like, you're you're not 
with me right now. You're not in the party. What do you mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> but anyway, well, right now, I guess. Um, no. yeah. it's, it's also funny that uh, when you can change uh, people, it says like, okay, then dot dot dot, and it lets you go like, let's move on or PHS. So it's like, yeah, you need this phone even when you're standing directly in front of you. Yeah, to be like, oh no, we need to switch parties. Yeah, cloud in his machine. Um, Yuffie has a great dialogue box here. Oh, what is it? Where she just says, "I'm pooped." Oh <laughs> like, yeah, Barrett just says. Whew. <laughs> uh, this girl are pooped and so so you go up um into the uh the shack right mm-hmm. and at this point in the game i had uh tifa and yuffie with me and i don't know if it changes depending on who you have mm-hmm. but the shack is small it's very tiny right and as soon as they all three try to go into it someone says come on cloud don't let it get to you this is it yeah i'm like what it's very very weird what happened and then, and then Cloud says, maybe if I turn this, and the bridge lowers and everybody runs across. Yeah, right? it's funny, too, because they don't have any animation for the uh, the bridge lowering. It just shifts the camera over so you can't see the bridge anymore. <laughs> and then, and then it, it shifts back, back and, it's and down. you see the rest of your teammates start, like, running and down that track. What's cool, too, is that, like, you actually see them running down the track, and you're walking around, too. And I got a good sense of, like, ah, the gang's all here. We're all yeah. doing something cool. So... The other thing that you can do here is... You hear some tweeting. You hear some tweeting. Yeah. Tweet. Just, uh-huh. just like if you're on your cell phone and you haven't turned off your notifications. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so there's um, a nondescript piece of uh, the mountain that borders some of the upper track. And it doesn't like look like you should be able to interact with it. It is just part of the background. It's not obvious. But I found it by accident because I was running back the other way. And I think more than likely, if you're running back the other way, you'll probably accidentally jump onto it. I was, yeah. try- I was trying to jump down to the other track. Like, oh, they're, okay. gonna, they're not going to make me walk back, are they? Like, oh, they are. So, oh, yeah. But, but yeah. I actually found out you can climb up the wall. Yeah. yeah. Do you have to hit, like, the like confirm button to access this? No, I think oh, you can just... I don't think so. Oh, weird. Yeah. I was hitting the button because I was, like, trying to figure out what the tweeting was. Yeah. And uh, then I started climbing. So I didn't okay. realize that you don't even have to do that. Um. So, yeah. So you climb up and... uh the the you go to the next screen and the screen is like super zoomed in right yeah so we see like cloud's head like the the back of his head is yeah. like a good fourth of the screen here and you see your other two members like on the left and right of you on the corners of the screen so it's like the camera's m- maybe a a couple inches behind cloud's head and we're looking at what he's looking at and the party members looking at yeah and and i didn't uh, i didn't know what we were looking at at first i was like what the fuck is this thing like this it's, giant it's a little yellow baby bird nest yeah yeah i just mean cloud's hair i was like is that some kind oh, of oh. and then um yeah 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 in the in the, like the background of it you see these two adorable little like chicks yeah yeah and we're looking at a little bird's nest and there's these <laughs> two little chicks yeah yeah and T- so I had Tifa and Yuffie, and Tifa goes, oh, cute. And Yuffie says, yow, look at that. <laughs> Barrett's dialogue is very adorable. What is that? He's like, hey, baby. Like, I love Barrett so fucking He's so much. Good. Let him show his eyes in the remake. <laughs> Squeenix. <laughs> yeah, so, um, er- yeah, Aerith says, how cute. And Tifa says, yes, how cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, Confirmed. So you see these little guys, <laughs> Confirmed. and then you get to either be a monster or not be a monster. So I've always been a monster. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't this time. Yeah, good. So you get to, so there's, there's, they're sitting on treasure. Yeah, right? you see like a little open treasure chest. Yeah, and so Or Cloud, a couple treasure, tre- treasure chests, it looks like. Yeah, and Cloud says, what do we do? And your options are take the treasure or leave it where it is. Yeah. I, in the past, have always taken it. Yeah, it's treasure. You got to take it. Well, I was like, it was treasure. It's probably fine. They're not going to die or anything. Yep. However, if you take the treasure, Mama Bird comes back, and yeah. then you kill it, and so yep. 
So, you know, buy so you have a, two new party members. Yeah. <laughs> by associated property. Yeah, they go off and make bird avalanche and they're like they're, <laughs> they're, they're going, going after, after cloud. You. Yeah. Um counter terrorist app. Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah. Um but I yeah, this time I said leave it alone and Cloud just says, It's got nothing to do with us. Let's just forget about it. Yeah. And Tifa says, Right, that was admirable of you. And Yuffie goes, Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Aerith just goes, Cloud, dot dot dot. Like oh. she's she's moved by yeah. by We're... your generosity to not kill this to not make these chicks orphans. Yeah. Yuffie says, You kidding? Yeah, yeah. And, so uh, but but Red says gl- glug for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> That's so weird. Glug glug. Glug. Only a, only a He just swallows the chicks. <laughs> um weirdo. Yeah, but if you end up taking the treasure, I think it's what like 10 phoenix downs. Yeah. Which well, is which is yeah. yeah. They're like they're like 50 gil. Come on. Yeah, it's not worth the uh, it's not worth Definitely, the guilt. Yeah. <laughs> and like nothing actually bad comes of this other than that fight. Yeah, I don't think it I even mean, affects the uh the affection scale or anything like let's that. Let's say that just, in a world dominated by profit and the uh, rule of capital, nothing goes bad in this. Like, <laughs> there's, there's no problem. However, if we're measuring uh, society by whether or not children are dying, <laughs> then uh, a lot of bad comes of it. <laughs> exactly. So I wish there was some real world analog yeah. to describe that, but there's not. Luckily, life is great. Yeah. And nothing bad ever happens. <laughs> So um, I was chock full of items because of my cheated save. Yeah, so I didn't <laughs> yeah. bother. Nice. <laughs> Alex was straight chalked. <laughs> Do y'all want to talk about the hole? Yes. There's a hole. You want to talk about living in the hole all day? There's yeah. a hole. Did you find the hole? I found no hole. Oh, oh no. okay. Curtis, you want to take it away? Let's do it. All right. So if you go to the, so like you were saying, you have to go back and get on the other train track, the one that leads to the drawbridge, and follow your party members. Uh, there's a little like sandbar. Because like we're, that, like we said earlier, that um, set of tracks is close enough to the water to need to to necessitate a drawbridge. So there's like a little sandbar or like a little um, just piece of the mountain that kind of comes up close to it enough that you can just jump onto it and run around. And you run to a, like a cave in the mountain, and in, this place is entirely missable. It's not even visible. Yeah. On the screen, you just have to. I be don't like, even think there's an icon for it. Like a, no, it's yeah. like a little hidden area. And you walk in, and it's just a like a hollowed out cave, like in this mountain, like a little small one. It's like dome shaped, right? And there's just a fucking bulldozer inside, and a guy <laughs> sleeping on a bulldozer, and a couple treasures. Yeah, there's like a traffic cone. Yeah, there's a there's a tent and a mine source, and I think a power source in there. And yeah, like a traffic cone, an oil drum. Oh wait, no, that's uh, I'm an idiot. That's not a traffic cone. That's the item. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's like the power source or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the red one. Yeah, which yeah. Right, so, right. Which is interesting because now we're like usually we only see items in like a certain color, but in this like yeah, it's red. The one that we saw earlier, I think, was like pink or green. Yeah, there have been green ones. Yeah, but in Junon, we get to see all the different flavors. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but yeah, so there's a guy sleeping on a bulldozer, and he just says, "Hey, how'd you ever wind up in here?" Look, I'm sorry, but there ain't a thing I can do for you. And if you talk to him again, he says, Oh boy, Corel has sure gone to pot. Used to be a famous coal mining town. They say that there are more jobs than you could shake a dot, dot, dot. Well, you get the picture. <laughs> and if you talk to him again, he says, Now it's nothing but a miserable pit. Me and my bulldozer, everyone's out of work. Got no job, can't even show my face. About all that's left for me is just living in the hole every day. <laughs> all day. And I was like, living in the hole all day. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aren't we all just living in the hole all day? Amen. <laughs> so um, that's that. <laughs> and then there's one last screen to this area, right? 
yeah. bridge. The bri- big wooden bridge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's cool because like, we're like looking down the bridge, the camera is, right? Yeah, we're like, like running towards the camera. Yeah, yeah, the camera's at one end of it, and we're all the way on the other end, and we get this long scene. Chosen one, I'm coming! <laughs> <laughs> Every time you go into a battle, you're farther back. <laughs> also, it's a little tense because like the last time we were on a bridge like this, I feel like it, <laughs> it broke. You know, yeah. And like, and the camera wobbles up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really while good. we're running across yeah, the bridge. Yeah, some vertigo going the yeah. extreme angle and force perspective in this is kind of wild. Yeah. And we get a, a recurring Final Fantasy enemy here, mm-hmm. one that appears in all the different Final Fantasies, called the Bomb. Yep. Which is just a red fireball with like an evil cackling face on it. Yep. And they all have, I, th- I don't think they did this until like four, uh, but from then on, they do a thing where you attack them. And then they expand, yep. right? So every time you hit it, it gets larger. You hit it three times, it explodes and kills a party member. Or just does a crap load of damage. Yeah. Like, I have a saved screenshot where, like, Tifa had full health and at the end had four HP. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, I got hit by one of them, too. And it, it didn't kill my party member, but it was like, it did a significant chunk of damage. Yeah, yeah. I think it's intended to either kill or put you in, like, the most critical state at this point it, in the yeah. game. It's and a then, lot of damage. Yeah, and then uh, you don't get any experience from it if it self-destructs. Right, right. And, like... It it has a bit of HP, so yeah. Like I had to use ice two to take it. I, exactly, that's what I did too. I used ice two, and I had limit breaks as well. Yeah. Also, have you seen what you can steal from it? I haven't. Yeah. So you can steal a right arm from it, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, cool. Is that a weapon for Barrett? The like, right arm of Genova. So, and then I like I looked up what it did, and um, it's just like a consumable item, kind of like a grenade. Yeah. And it's an exp- it's explosive physical attack on all targets, moderate damage. So like the base damage is like sixteen hundred, and it's just like the icon God. that they have on the uh, the Final Fantasy fandom wiki yeah. is just like the right arm of a bomb, like the red little oh, like really? finger arm. Yeah. Oh. Oh, interesting i was gonna say what do you think that is but yeah, yeah. It's, it's very weird like so you're yeah. fighting this thing and you literally just rip its arm off yeah that's wild it's, it's apparently the most powerful attack item on disc one. Oh man oh. yeah it's, it was pretty hard to steal and then you, you said 1600 base damage yeah that's, that's like saying boss hp <laughs> yeah so the, i think the other um there's another thing like that uh that does it to i think one target that's called an s mine which is another like really good item that we haven't come across yet but it does yeah. a shitload of damage so it, it might be worth like just taking that from uh from yeah the bombs if you bad. can if you can get out of it yeah, oh, d- yeah for for reference that's like i think 10 times the uh amount that a grenade does yeah that's wild yeah i had no idea i kind of want to go back because i'm like i just saved just past this area so i kind of want to go back on my game now and yeah, just, steal a couple yeah it's yeah. definitely worth it um so that's the end of those train tracks and now we're going to get to corral right yep. so this is um where we've been kind of heading toward across the mountains and uh I, w- I want to say we haven't we been somewhere named Corel something at some point. Maybe not. Maybe I don't I'm, think so. Maybe I'm full of turds. But uh, yeah. So we get to Corel. Uh, North Corel, right? North Corel specifically. Yeah. yeah. And this is like an old mining town, right? <laughs> like someone, uh, the guy in the 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 hole. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, it's an old coal mining town." And it is just ruined. It looks like yeah, a it looks bomb like shit. Blasts. It looks like absolutely dog shit. Dog yeah, shit town. The the buildings are all falling apart. Um, yeah, there's tents everywhere. There's like shops set up outside. Yeah, like everything is like gray. Yeah, yeah. Or like light brown. Like yeah, it's real it's depressing. Very rough looking. Now I didn't have Barrett in my party at the time. Neither so, did I. Okay, so when I when you walk in, uh, Barrett is already talking to somebody, right? Yep. And there's these uh these two dudes in miners' outfits, 
and like a a big burly dude behind them, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, and they fucking one of them punches Barrett right in the face instantly. Just walks just up and fucking slugs him. him. Yeah, mm -hmm. it gives him a real one. And one of them says, "Well, looky here. I never thought I'd see your face again. They kick you out of another town or something." You destroy everything that you touch. And then another guy says, Oh, you got a lot of nerve coming back here. And like, they're all kind of like saying that, like, we don't get a, a idea of exactly which of these guys is saying what. Yeah. They're all just kind of everyone's just barbs. piling on him. Yeah, right. And it's insane because, like, up to this moment, if anyone tried that shit with Barrett, like, he would be like, He would fuck, fuck you. Up. And he would get, like, you know, he would be shooting yeah. everywhere and stuff. And, and he's um, just taking it. He's yeah, not saying And he's anything. taking it and they say, Look at this place. It's all your fault, North Corral turned into a garbage heap. Yeah. And why don't you say something? Or uh or did you forget what you've done here already? Yeah, and, and then, then he just like shrinks down a little bit and like hangs his head down low and he just says dot dot dot, I'm sorry. Yeah, and then they say like Zoinks <laughs> <laughs> Zoinks <laughs> Some swear word. And say so you ain't even worth the effort. And then like one of the greatest lines so good. in all of Final Fantasies don't waste your time talking to that techno freak. <laughs> <laughs> Just makes me think of the uh, the scene in Shaun of the Dead where uh, they're up all night drinking and listening to techno and the roommate <laughs> comes in and he's flipping out and he throws yeah. the record out the window. Uh, don't li Listeners, don't waste your time talking to techno freaks. Yeah, they're not worth your time. No. And then, um, so then they kind of disperse. They're like, fuck this guy. He's not even worth the effort. Yeah. And... You can walk forward, or, or I think Barrett like walks towards you a little bit, yeah. and he just says, "You heard him. It's my fault. This town was destroyed." Right, and and that's all that really happens right now. Yeah. For the second now we get control of Cloud again. Yeah, we can walk around, and uh, some of the and like the <laughs> the people of the town are still just being like, like one guy says, "You know who's responsible for North Corral winding up like this." And so, like, <laughs> there's some history here with Barrett. Lordy, yep. they do not like him and by any means. North Corral, um, I don't know if we talked about what it looks like. It looks kind of just like a shanty town, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. There's, there's absolutely rubble fucked. and tents set up everywhere. Yeah, there's yep. like rundown train tracks that have just like trash all over it. And yep. one guy even says, like, he's by that trash, and he says, the only way we can make ends yep. meet around here uh, now is by collecting junk. Yep. Uh, one of them mentions that the ropeway that goes to the gold saucer is here, but mm -hmm. it doesn't even matter to the poor people there. Yep. Like they're they're all so broke and everything, and everything sucks so much that it doesn't even matter that the gold saucer is there. Nobody could afford to go to it. Yep. Yeah. You know? uh, <laughs> one guy just says, "If you want to survive, you'll need my weapons." And he's, yeah, okay. that's really good. yeah. Everyone's like, like, "Oh man, like please buy something, anything will do." Or like you know, they're all pretty desperate, except for the weapons guy who's like, "You need to get these to yeah. survive." It's funny too, like the one shop you can say, "Listen to your story." Yeah, yeah. Instead of buying, and his story is literally just telling you how to get to the ropeway. Yeah, I know. I, I was know. like, "Oh man," I was hoping for more like juicy details yeah. on the Barrett stuff. Uh, and there's there's some houses you can go into, and everybody kind of has the same general thing that they say yeah. that either they used to be minors or they were married to a minor or they have family who are minors and now they're either dead or paralyzed or yeah, there's like an old man is in one of them and he's like, how can I go on living you yeah, know, without like, any work? And then his, his wife uh, is like, my husband used to be so strong before the accident. Um, right. There's uh there's another old man in, I think one of the tents who is, is just kind of walking back and forth. And then there's like a young girl in the back of the yeah. tent and you talk to him and he's like, Oh, the next train's coming by through, uh, coming through pretty soon. And then you talk to her and she says that he used to be a coal train engineer yeah. and like he, he's can't kick his old habits. Yeah. He's still just pretty thinks, sad. Yeah. Like, Cause there's not trains coming yeah, through. Yeah, exactly. For sure. And there won't be for a long time, a long time. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, also, um, a little bit aside of this, uh, still in Corel, still an NPC, but not necessarily about the history of Corel itself. There's a guy who says, "Oh, I hear it's a big fad now in the city to get tattoos." Is yep. that right? And as soon as he said that, I like immediately knew where it was going. Yeah. You know? And um, now, if you say if you say I wouldn't know. He says, I should get a zero tattoo because for a poor person like me, zero ought to be perfect. Yep. Which is like, damn. Oof. Oof. But if you say, um, what was the other one? Uh, that's right. He says, uh, he says, oh, really? I saw a big number one on the arm of a young guy heading toward the ropeway. That black cape he had on was really cool. Yep. So, uh, so that's an, another mention of a tattoo where if you guys remember back in the slums, the guy who are sick. Yeah. Also had a tattoo. Yep, yep. And, and he this was is, sick. And this is a man in a black cape. Yep. Doesn't mm. Sephiroth have long sleeves though? Yeah. Good question. Yeah, yeah, I think he does. He was just showing off the tattoo. Yeah, he's, he's like very rolling it up it. as he goes. And he his tickets to the gold saucer, apparently. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, he he has one sleeve rolled up, and in that arm, he's like holding a bunch of tickets. He's like, look at this. Everybody's yeah. just like, damn, look at that guy balling. He's a real showboat. <laughs> there is one guy that I wanted to talk about who lives in a tent with his family, and uh, he's got real pop punk energy because he <laughs> says, I want to leave this garbage yeah, dump of say. a town behind me and start a new life. Yep. Um, and he says, if I had a buggy, I'd cross the southern desert and go to that town across the river. Man, if only we had a buggy. Yeah. I want a buggy. It'd be cool to have a little dune Well, buggy. you might be... Uh, in for a treat <laughs> but not this week uh, <laughs> uh but his wife actually says something very interesting mm. that kind of puts everything going on here into more perspective sure she says everyone knows that accident couldn't have been avoided but no one will be satisfied until someone takes the blame mm. so uh um also the little boy says that uh there's something glowing in that well over there if i can get my hands on it i'm going to sell it mm. and go to the gold saucer so I went to that well and I couldn't figure out, is yeah, there, like, I don't, I don't know, know if there's actually an item in there or that's just more flavor text to be like, yeah. oh, hey, like people are Could desperate. Like they live right next to like this, like insanely like decadent, like amusement park and they right. can't even go and they to can't it. afford food or yeah. housing or anything. Yeah. Very oh. shitty. Um, there's Mac Gold in these wells. <laughs> so we're kind of told, so from here you can actually go out to the world map if you want to yeah, save your game. Do a quick save a for free. Um, yeah. If you have Get for free. Get a free save. Um, but the place to go to advance the story is to the ropeway, right? The yep. one that leads to the gold saucer. Um, and Barrett's standing outside of the, uh, the, the shuttle car. Yeah, the yeah. Shuttle. And, um, and he says, my hometown used to be around here. And, uh, you know, Red says, uh, oh, what do you mean used to? Mm-hmm. And he starts to give us the history of Corel. Right? Yeah. He says, uh, it ain't here no more. It got buried in just four years. And Aeris pipes up and goes, oh, but how could those people say those terrible things? And he's like not even listening yeah, to her. He's, like, he's just like, it's all my fault. All of it's my fault. Yep. And then we go into a flashback, right? Yeah, it, so we it, got Cloud's flashback. And now we're going to get Barrett's. Yeah. Both are very happy and good and don't have like the exact same ending. Yeah. Where we see, I guess, Coral as it was um, like properly. Um, yeah. With like, houses uh, and yeah, a little. Yeah. Not- like actual houses. There's like tracks in uh, going along. So there's like a lot of traffic going through it. Like, right. Um, there's like two Shinra soldiers are kind of standing around. There's kids running around with a dog, I think. And like, you know, people just milling around. It looks like a, a nice and happy place. Yeah. Um, um, and, and he's, and, and Barrett is talking over this little scene and he says, my hometown Coral's always been a coal mining town. It may be dusty and poor, but it's calm. It's a real small town. 
That's the first time I ever heard Mako Reactor mentioned since then. Oh, yeah. All so right. then it shifts into uh, a room. Yeah, so we're in we're in someone's house, um, and it's like a nice little like kind of country home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's got a bunch of shelves with like dishes and stuff. Some on curio it. cabinets. Yeah, right. And then some couches. Nice little fireplace. And there's like there's four clearly coal miners standing in one corner. Uh, Barrett is standing up. There's a dude on a couch, an old man, and Scarlet. Yeah, from Shinra, which right? I didn't I didn't notice until like it came up with her dialogue. Yeah, that she was standing there. It starts off and it's the village headman talking, and that's covering uh, her. Scarlet and yeah. her two lackeys. And I think I could be mistaken about this, but I think Scarlet is the last of the Shinra managers to really get plot at all right i think so like we've yeah. met reeve reeve is the the one who whines about everything and is always like mm-hmm. oh you can't do this president Shinra. you'll kill people and yeah then, we've run into saying rude reno well, and well they're Lina. not managers right oh they're right yeah. yeah oh right i mean like there's palmer who's mm-hmm. space manager uh heidegger uh, heidegger and i think the last one is scarlet and this is the first time we've kind of got introduced her character yeah. i think the only thing she's really said the whole time is that something stinks when yeah she, right when she, realizes, she was in the board meeting yeah yeah when when we're in the bathroom vents right mm-hmm. okay i'm sorry no, but that's that, okay but that's what the whole thing looks like so the scene is because uh, like there's a lot of text here so i think yeah. for some of it i'm not going to read the sure. exact text but generally what's happening is that this guy on the on the couch who's sitting by himself at barrett's looking at and the old man's looking at uh, who's the village headman? Yeah, the <laughs> you know? village headman. Yeah, uh, they're trying to convince him that putting a Mako reactor—it's the only way—is the only. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and he's like, "No, like this. This coal was our father's. It was our grandfather's. We're not getting rid of these coal mines. Like this right. is our livelihood." Yeah, and the village headman says that the only person opposed to it is this guy, and his name's Dine. Dine, right? Yep. So Dine's the only one opposed to it, and he, yeah, like you said, he's like, "Oh, it's been in our, it's it's been ours for generations. Our fathers and their before them risked their lives for it, you know." So yeah. he's he's real stuck to tradition, which like you know, yeah, which is no fair. judgment, like that's right? their entire yeah. livelihood is. Based I actually on think that. that this is a very interesting uh, part of the game to go through in 2019 America today. Yeah, absolutely. as we're like facing things like climate change, yeah. where we're like, "Oh, coal, you know, you, you could be responsible for a lot of that." Also, a lot of smaller towns rely on it yeah. for employment. You know what I mean? So, like, I think that's a very interesting analog yeah. to stuff going on today. And we're kind of seeing that played out in a, a video game from the 90s. For, exactly. Or, like, yeah. big companies overseas, like, promising to, like, bring, uh, you know, wealth to your city by, like, oh, right. let's build a plant here. It's going to bring so many jobs to town. And, yeah, yeah. Let's bring the Shinra HQ to New York City and not listen yeah, to uh, the, yeah. the, what the people are saying. Yep, exactly. The... <laughs> yep. Uh, and then Barrett says that nobody uses coal now, so that's where the the <laughs> the equivalency to our real world stops. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he says no one uses coal nowadays. Yep. Sign of the times. Yeah, it's a sign uh, of the times. Like we just got to move on. We got to adapt, and we need to we need to trust in Shinra. Yeah, and that's when Scarlet kind of pipes in and is like, "Yeah, exactly. Like it'll be okay. We're gonna bring in a Mako reactor. It'll have jobs. Life is gonna be so much easier for everybody else." Yeah. She, she says Shinra Inc. will guarantee your livelihood once the Mako reactor is completed. Mako. Yeah. Mako. Mako, Mako, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Barrett, Barrett, and this is the first time we get a we get a sense of like Barrett's wife. Yeah, right. Like we know he has Mar, he has Marlene, mm-hmm. right, and his daughter. Uh, and he says, "I don't want my wife Myrna, Myrna, Myrna. I, Myrna I would say, yeah, uh, to suffer anymore." So I don't know. I, I guess because they're poor. Yeah. I mean, they're, I mean, even typically, miners don't make a ton of money, right? right. So I think. Um, 
whether or not she is like actually suffering from something or just the pain of like not having of just that. existing in in such harsh conditions yeah and if barrett's a minor like obviously like that's not good for your health yep. you know what i mean and like what's not good for your health is typically not good for your family's health as well exactly so and uh and, and like you know dine's putting up a fight he's like i know how you feel i feel the same way uh but it but it's just not right you yeah, know I'm, he doesn't want to give away. away the coal mines yeah and and this little scene ends with the village headband saying, Dying, you've got to understand. He puts his hand on his shoulder. He puts his hand on his shoulder. And then we kind of, the screen dims a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we come back to Barrett talking to us. And he says, and that's how the Corel reactor was built and completed. And so like, I love that way that they do yeah. that storytelling where they're having this fight. And then instead of showing Dying changing his mind, it just cuts and Barrett goes, and it was completed. Like, yeah. It was done. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, we all thought it would bring us an easier life. And then immediately it switches over to, uh, <laughs> Corel just on fire. <laughs> yep. And there's like a, there's like a little water tower that yeah. you can see in this little screen is like the camera's yep. panning over. There's, there's people like dead in the streets and a man falls from the top of the water tower, like right as the yeah. scene starts and he hits the ground. And yeah. It's, just it's every, and I think it starts playing the Shinra music here as yeah, well. Real unnerving. Which it just came from like the mining town music, which was like very nice and kind of like not like peaceful like the other music we had heard but you know it kind of paints the scene a little bit and then it's just like oh nope shinra's here and nothing good ever comes of that yep and he says when they were away for a, a few days Corel mm-hmm. was burned down by shinra troops yep this is all the townspeople all my relatives everyone and everything yep and then we and yeah, yeah. and it goes back to the ropeway and yeah. cloud walks forward and like seems really pissed off and he says shinra troops what for and right. and barrett explains that there was an explosion at the reactor and shinra just assumed it was people uh, like a rebel faction that was attacking them they blamed the accident on the people and then just that was their retaliation yeah and the uh, you know tiva pops in oh that's so terrible yeah. and like barrett's response to tiva is like well i guess that's true <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, and, but but oh he's, you're right yeah but, oh, he, but, yeah, but yeah. he also says like but more than the shinra like he can't forgive himself. So right, like we already know how much Barrett hates Shinra. The mere mention of their name like yeah. sends him into a fucking frenzy. And, and, he's, and now we kind of get it that like he was like the person driving for it who was like, yeah, we should support Shinra back yeah. in the day. I mean, like we should get their support. We should get their help. We should build Mako reactors. It'll make everything better. And he was like the one who convinced the town to do it. Yep. And then Shinra destroyed the town and killed everybody yeah. because of. So his that, trust. Yeah. like, so it's it's very apparent now why he hates them so much, but also kind of shows that he hates himself a lot too. Like he's putting all of this blame on himself. Right. Like the one lady in the town said, like the accident was unavoidable at the reactor. So like the like he, no one will be satisfied unless there's someone to blame, including Barrett. Like right. he blames the Shinra, obviously, mm. but more than that, he blames himself, right. which is very tragic. Yeah. And, you know, Tifa says, like, we were all fooled by the promises that Shinra made back then, yeah, right? which is Because, like, she also is from Nibelheim, which has a Mako reactor in it, yep. and burned down. <laughs> Crazy yep. how this keeps happening. Yeah, Like, in Sector 7 plate falls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every town they're in gets burned down. Yep. Um, yeah. So. I think, now, a thing that, uh, it won't come up for a while or whatever, but I was kind of thinking about, I think there's one town later in the game that doesn't have a Mako reactor. Really? I think there's one. Ooh. And uh, I'm excited to talk about that when that time comes. So we'll nice. see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, see how that shakes out. So 
the uh, the attendant for the ropeway kind of pipes in, right? Yeah. And and, right after Barrett says this really Oh, no, sad, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. He, I'm sorry. He, he yeah, says, like, I missed the important part there. Yeah. He says, like, not only did they take advantage of me, but I lost my wife, Myrna, yeah, too. So yeah. That's a very important part. He's like, he's like, oh, I lost everything. I lost my wife. Like, I was doing yeah. this for her. I was trying. And then the dude just pipes in, hey, everyone, if you want to yeah. go to the gold saucer, hurry up and get on. Yeah. And I said no. Yeah. Because I was I, like, no, I want to talk to everybody right now and mm-hmm. see what everybody's up to. So uh, if you say no, you can continue talking to everybody. Yeah. And uh, Barrett says, Dine was my best friend. We were close ever since we were kids, and it's all my fault. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. And then Yuffie has a really insensitive line. What? She just goes, I'm waiting inside. And she just oh. goes into the car. Oh, fucking Yuffie. Yeah. And then, uh, like, I think everyone else kind of, like, the, then the dialogue is kind of done. And um, you can talk to Red 13 and he just says dot, dot, dot. Like he doesn't say yeah. anything. Yeah, Eris says everything Shinra does makes everyone miserable. Yeah. Eris yeah. says the same thing regardless if you go on or not. You can yeah. go on and he just continues talking to oh, okay. my best friend. But oh, okay. So the same thing happens, but... I said no because I wanted to walk out. But if you do, but if you say go on, but if you do say go on, which I did, um, Yuffie says, "I'm not sympathizing with Barrett. He never should have trusted Shinra." Oh yeah, which is some good character. Cold, and then she, and then she gets on. It's cold, but it's also like yeah, and she has history with Shinra too, Mm -hmm. which we'll find out eventually. Yeah. Which everybody does, right? Like, everybody yeah. in this game has a history with Shinra. It's kind of like the thing that, like, ties everyone together. Yep. Actually, let me think about that for a second. Yes, literally everybody <laughs> has a bone to pick. I was like, maybe there's another character somewhere that doesn't, but no, they all do. All the, of the Waluigi of this game who only shows up <laughs> yeah. to, like, play tennis and, like, How many have a party. Are there, there's eight characters I think so. Game? I think that's right, eight. But yeah, all of them. They all have a bone to pick. Yep. yep. Shinra fucks with everyone. But that's uh, that's where we're gonna leave it today. Yeah, the the ropeway takes you to the gold saucer. It's free, so don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, so Just take the free ride to the place. Yeah, yeah, free ride. Yeah, it's free. The yeah. shuttle, what, the shuttle free. is free. So um, Disney World. Here's how we're gonna do the next episode. I kind of want to tell people this. So we're gonna go to the gold saucer, and we're gonna play up until we uh meet and become friends with Dine, mm-hmm. and um, and as soon as uh that is over is where we're going to cut it then. Sure. Um, and because like the golden saucer has a lot going on, we could do a whole episode just about the mini games and the gold saucer. Yeah. What I suggest we do is late. Like we don't get too deep into the mini games or too deep into, um, how the mechanics of the gold saucer works. Cause we're not really there to do that right now. Yeah. And we don't really touch it that much. And, and there's like a lot of story beats that happen there. Exactly. So I want to go ahead and get through that. And then at a later date, We'll have an episode dedicated to the gold saucer and like the mini games and all the things you can do there. I think that's how we should do it. I agree. Because, yeah, you can come back to the gold saucer later and play a lot of mini games. Uh, it's not necessary, but it's sort of necessary in, it, for, yeah. for some missable items and stuff. So Correct, when, right. when we get to the point in the game where we're going back and playing all the mini games and trying to accumulate the gold saucer fun yeah. box, we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll talk about that a little more. In yeah, depth. yeah. Um, so yeah, so if you're playing along with us, uh, you know, feel free to do the um, the mini games and everything. You won't be able to do them to their full extent yet, and most of the things in the gold saucer are turned off or not available yet. Yeah. Um, but you know, feel free to walk around in there and do all that stuff. But we're gonna go ahead and kind of like plow through the plot and get to the base of the gold saucer where we meet Dine. And we'll cut it off there next time. Yeah. And uh, my uncle works at Final Fantasy. And he said if you get uh, 999 points in the basketball mini game, then uh, you get um, you get to ride Yoshi instead of a Chocobo. <laughs> I'm really excited. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so let's see. Is there any other, uh, any other things we want to say? 
Not much. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Cool. Good luck. Good luck on your tour last week, Alex. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be. I'm they... hoping it's. I hope it went great. Yeah, yeah I'm sure I'm hoping it, it went great. I'm hoping I edit this in time. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair. <clears throat> um, yeah. Uh, theme music is a remix by DJ Cutman. Featured music sprinkled throughout is by Nubo Ometsu. Check the show notes for a link to the soundtrack. It's great. Uh, subscribe, rate, review. Tell us Aerith or Aerith. Tell us what you think Sephiroth smells like. Uh, GMC Faux Show knows what Sephiroth smells like. I asked him. <laughs> Did you ask him? Um, and now for our new segment. Show watch. <laughs> show, watch. show watch. Ask GMC Faux Show. I asked GMC Faux Show this morning, what do you think Sephiroth smells like? And he says, anyone that wears a long-ass leather jacket will undeniably smell like leather. <laughs> I'm also available for all your X2 and 13-2 questions. Oh, fuck yes! Oh, hell yeah! Yes! Thank you, GMC Faux Show. Uh, fuck yeah. <laughs> friend of the show. Officially. Friend of the... Yeah. yeah. Hey, the best who, friend who's of a friend show. of the show? Are we a friend of the show or is he a friend of the show? Oh, We're man. a friend of oh, the GMC. Oh, that's right. Holy uh, shit. Uh, Mm, yeah, word. go listen to his music. Watch his YouTube videos. Yeah, read that his... wordplay or turd play. Oh, oh yeah. Read Sorry. his uh, read his uh, YouTube video descriptions because there's hila- there's like, some gold it's in fucking there. Hilarious. Um, um, if you're a fan of the show, tell your friends about us because some people don't click on links on social media. It's just yeah, yeah. Me, me being one of them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I want to thank everybody who has been listening to us and sending us messages. Like if if you're one of the people who have sent us messages, like even if they're as simple as just like I enjoy the show, like that is enormous it makes a like, huge difference like every time somebody does that we share that message between each other on our like private slack not slack uh signal and we're like look at this person they said this nice thing and we're like god oh, what a fucking champion yeah, so like that really does mean the world to us when you do that yeah like we we love doing this and it's something that we all look forward to yeah like, like we, we would do stuff. it regardless but, but that really helps too because especially like when i'm you know writing down like oh this npc says this dialogue that doesn't yeah. matter or i'm taking a million screenshots or deleting <laughs> a million screenshots you know like usually i think at this point in the game you'd be what 10 hours in yeah, I think, yeah. Or roughly um well, I'm maybe like, not even i bet not even i'm like 21 hours in just <laughs> from the amount of time i've sent and like taking notes and yeah. stuff like that and like it's like kind of a labor of love mostly love but like hearing someone reach out and say like oh hey i love this this is really great it's yeah. been really helpful to me. did you like, see somebody oh, yeah. uh, reach out to us with a pronunciation key Oh my video. god, really? Yeah, yeah. They were like, hey, I found this video that I think you might really enjoy. And it's like a pronunciation key thing. God damn, we definitely need that. It's really good, except they pronounce Eris wrong in it. Oh. Yeah, they... Ha-cha-cha! Anyway. <laughs> yeah, like two months ago, I would say that I hate JRPGs, but this whole project kind of like made me really enjoy this. <laughs> changing yeah. I'm changing lives. Yeah. yeah. One, um, one Final Fantasy at a time. <laughs> yeah, give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email at gmail at every FNFF at gmail.com mm-hmm. um, I'm sure we'll be other places somewhere down the line maybe a yeah. Twitch eventually maybe Ooh. maybe mayhaps when we get mayhaps. when you start streaming and then you get to hear the unedited <laughs> bullshit <laughs> Just hear, I'll probably still be like oh sorry about that Alex and then realize that you can't edit it and be like shit alright well everybody as we say at the end of every show here's Smash Mouth
I'm never ready. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Every FNFF podcast. I'm your Grand Glan. <laughs> I'm your oldest Grand Glan, Curtis Ware. I am your Grand Glan Jr. I'm. Yeah, I'm Carl Germ, by the way. <laughs> you want to start this over? Let's yes, let's start it over. <clears throat> Freshener. I, I, three, I, I went to two, count down. One, I went to count down. I with five, my fingers and four, I went three, one, two. <laughs> you've seen like, Wayne's, Wayne's World. world. Did, you, did you see what five, I did? I went, four, three. three. <laughs> you, got, you guys are mouthing. <laughs> I'm going to start saying swing on this podcast. Okay, okay. There's going to be a lot of swing happening on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Swing. I'm going to pause for two seconds and we'll try it again. Yeah.